can say in her voice and her way that she loved me. With her eyes, with her smile, with her belt, with her hands, with her money. I am the thesis of her prayers. Her nieces and her nephews are just pieces of the layers. Only one she loves as much as me is Jesus Christ and Taylor. I got a feature song singing for my grandma. You sing it too, but your grandma ain't my grandma. Mine's is handmade, pan fried, sun dried, south side, and beat the devil by a landslide, praying with her hands tied. President of my fan club, Santa, something told me I should bring my money. There's no way not to smile to this song. Exactly. <laughs> nah, Chain, <laughs> hey, Chano does that. Actually, yeah. you sent me that song today, and yeah. I was listening to it like majority of the day. Okay, okay. And okay. I forgot I like to that whole album, the whole project. This one, no. Dude, I have surf. not heard this one. Dude, it cuts so hard. I got it. What year did this come out? Uh, 2016? Uh, let me just double 14? check. 14? Donnie Trumpet. Was this before or after Colors? Uh, before. Before? This was 2015. 15, 15. yeah. 15, okay. That's a wow, wow. Yeah, I was in like 6th or 7th grade. What? <laughs> wait, 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 what? My friends introduced me to it, yeah. I told you my little cousin died. Dude, I'm 19. Crazy. <laughs> what the? Your mind blown? I'm blown. Hold on. Wait, 2015. How old were we when we were 2015? That was seven 2015, years ago. I Bro, I was 20. I was out of high school already. You were 21. Three years, so it would have been 2021. I think, yeah, 2021, something like that. Wow. I do feel old, man. Wow. <laughs> that, now yeah. you're reminding me. Wow. I am old. Holy shit. How old is Jada? 18, 17? Jada. She's a year, two years younger than me? 17? Yeah, yeah. She'd be, she be 18 before she graduates. Or after she graduates, she'd be 18. She's young. That's sick. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you didn't notice? I didn't notice. Oh, I, man, I thought I mean, we talked about I, it. I mean, one, granted, I was going to bring it up like, oh, you know, what year did you graduate? You know, instead of asking. Oh, I graduated last you? year. Yeah. Now she's fresh out, bro. Fresh out of high school like that? Fresh out of high school, but I'm getting my bachelor's next year. I know. <laughs> wait, bro. Wait, wait, wait. Before, before we get hey, to that. Like, there's a lot. Uh, I told you. a lot. I trusted you with the intro. Bro, Come on, what, give us we the got it. You got your mind blown. It was like we had to keep going down this road. But, uh, but yet. Uh, let's go back to the song. That was Sunday Candy by Donnie Trumpet and The Social Experiment. Uh, like as we said, great song. Came out 2015. We have the guest today, Alicia Rodriguez, my cousin. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Yeah, 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 clap, yeah, clap it yeah, up. Thank, thank you. you. Welcome. She, and she's the guest on what 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 podcast is Oscar? This is Topics and Topics Views. Topics and Views podcast. Yes, sir. Um, you know me. I'm, I'm your co-host, Book. To my right. My man, Oscar, Oscar, and like we said, my cousin, Alicia, the guest today. Um, do you want to get back to your mind being blown? Well, first and foremost, <laughs> thank you, Alicia, for coming in. It's always awesome to have the, thank you for the Rodriguez invite, you know, family. Thank you myself in the 99th episode. <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm sorry. We, we, we I just, had to get in there before the triple digits, man. And we yeah. wanted to. Was, we, yeah. Hey, we really gonna, is it either going to be this one or is it going to be the 100th episode? No, no, no. That, okay. that's, for, that's for your big, your big reveal. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be a dad. <laughs> what? Hey. Whoa. No. Nate. What the? F- it's been a rough week for you, man. <laughs> what the? F- Yo. 
And then, never mind. I'm not gonna, hey, we're not doing any of this. We'll, we'll dive into that a little <laughs> bit. Um, but yeah, crazy, crazy week. Had to get you in before before the hundredth. Um, it's still crazy. Hundred episodes though. Trip uh, and, man. And it's one thing when we're we get excited, we just kind of discuss the board, like you know who should we invite, who should we like contact. But for another thing, for you to be interested in, come onto the podcast with us. And I was thank like, you, yeah, that's you. cool as fuck. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, but as we said, uh, we went to the intros. As you know, uh, people who who follow this podcast, listen to this podcast, we do something called weekly update. Uh, this week we will be including. Uh, what do you think cousin. of the weekly update? Let me ask you that. Do you get like an image in your head of like what's going on? Yeah, I or? just uh, I just imagine you know <laughs> Nate. He's like going 120 on the freeway, <laughs> little Honda Civic, and he's just, like, <laughs> making graphic making graphic designs, driving down so, Vampire. So you sat in the passenger seat with Nick oh yeah 100 percent yeah and that, it was like one time to dutch brothers was, yeah, yeah sounds right yeah just once 120 yeah. mile per hour huh yeah on yeah. like on the streets yeah. too 30 miles like, he's a menace to society <laughs> i got a lead foot bro let's go I, I was just told to go so i go yep hey we got there pretty quick though I'll tell you that I, I believe it you gotta rush i believe it you gotta get there before rush and before they close so that's, that was the goal see i learned this thing about nate that if he is like awake and he's gonna be on time, mm-hmm. but he's also known for sleeping most of the time, mm, yeah. yeah. And he's really late or just never shows up. You know what's funny is it runs in the Rodriguez family. We're all really, really <laughs> sleepy. Like, it's, I, I just thought it put was us him. on a couch and <laughs> we're Yo, gone. We're, we're gonna take a nap. Yeah, take for a nap. Real. we do that as a family. Like we just family naps. You know? Yeah, we, we eat dinner and everyone just crashes. Like it, it's probably chronic. It's probably a chronic issue. You know, we might mm-hmm. we, we may not be too far like from being relatives because you know that happens to me all the time. <laughs> One good dinner, just put me on the couch, just out like yeah. a light. It just feels good, man. Like just taking a load off, just like ah, just gonna rest. Yeah, you know, you should have him. You know, I don't know if he wants to share it today, but have him tell you the story where we were meeting at uh, Top Golf. He was mm-hmm. driving with our friend Isabella, and he hit. <laughs> I don't know if he hit a pothole or a dip. Nah. It was- <laughs> We can dig into it real quick. Uh, so, he, well, part of it was Oscar. So I didn't say. Hey, so no, okay. So Oscar hits me and, and Isabella, up and we're like, "Oh yeah, let's go to Top Golf." So I go to go pick her up, mm-hmm. and Oscar's like, halfway as soon as we're halfway back, he's like, "Yo, hurry up because they close in ten minutes." I'm like, "You could have told what? us that before." Wait a minute. Mind so, you, mind you, I've only been to Top Golf a select few times. And this is the time <laughs> we went when it was like. Late already. I was like, yeah. oh, you know, they'll probably be up until 2 a.m. Nah, 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 they closed. Nah. Was it like 10, 11? It was something like that. <laughs> so we were rushing to try to get there. And um, it might have been Van Buren. <laughs> we were rolling down the street and uh, we were, we, <laughs> it was under the underpass and it, there was a dip. So I hit the, the dip hard and we jumped. No. And we both hit our heads on the, in the Civic. Yeah. In the <laughs> Civic's fine. He's still rolling around. <laughs> no, she chill. She chill. A couple years passed, but. Yeah, no, we did that. If I may ask, what do you currently drive? Uh, 2013 Honda Accord Sport. Oh, Honda gang. That's all you got to say. We can take Na- we can thank Nana Juanita for that. Yes. Shout out, shout out Nana. <laughs> you know, yeah. Nate used to have an Accord, too. I did. Oh, that yeah, AC yeah. would blast. What happened to that Accord? Uh, got taken, man. Hey, <laughs> man. <laughs> you got repo? <laughs> yeah, man. No. Hey, hey. I was young, bad mistakes. I... You know, I did not have my priorities straight. Mm. I mean, I'm not afraid to say it. it happens. You know, 
Make sure you get your priorities straight real quick. Cause it, <laughs> life will come. Hey, at you you quick. were young, you know. You were young, living dumb, life made a fast. Mi- mistake. Yeah, it's all good, Nate. No worries. But uh, hey, got that car's getting close to come paid off, so it's all good. That's a liquid asset right there. Oh, it is. I make like at least 10, 10 racks on it if I sold it right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna do that. Um, but so weekly update. I mean, is that a, uh, yes? Is that a go? Should we yeah, stop? Yeah, yeah, I love the weekly update. Yeah, I okay. love to know what, what you guys are up to. All right, all right. Well, uh, start with Oscar because I mean, usually forgets. Man, let's just see. I'm pretty sure you're well aware that I always seem to forget shit all the time. Yeah, but mind you, I think uh, for this episode, when once he told me that, hey, my cousin said she was set for the. Episodes like, all right, I gotta do my best to remember. <laughs> and I do remember having a great week. Okay. Weekend as well. So after Wednesday, what did I do? Went to the gym in the mornings for mm-hmm. sure. Okay. Made sure to go to the gym. Friday, dang, I'm blanking already. But I know what <laughs> I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is do my best to remember what happened. And I have my cheat sheet. Babe, can you, what do we do Friday? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. But I know Sunday was Easter. I'm gonna go backwards. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go okay. dyslexic. <laughs> Sunday was Easter. Uh, actually, when I go visit my parents, I was like, you know, I'm going to go have breakfast with them. Uh, I think my sister was out of town. Oh, my sister was out of town, so they were by themselves. You know what? I'll just go hang out with them since mm-hmm. I didn't get to see them Saturday night. Um, so I had breakfast. We actually ended up going to the porch. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that place on 40th Street and Indian School. I have heard of that, yeah. Porch is cool. I remember going there for the first time for a brunch i just forget why we went to that brunch but that's why i know that place and it seems to me that place uh gets a lot of competition because lola's right across the street and Mm -hmm. then sip and brunch i think brunch and sip is what it's called they're all in that same corner street so i'm pretty sure you know they it's fighting more the sunday breakfast goers go there rather than the porch is cool you know it's not a bad spot took my parents there you know my dad first thing he says order the champagne bottle like what I was like, bro, like that? He's like, yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Let's just go. I'll, I'll go share with you. But it ended up him just like, <laughs> I maybe had like two cups. This man had like three and with a splash of orange juice each time. He's making them right. Making them <laughs> making most right. Up, making them right, he said. But uh, that was brunch. You know, it was cool. It was always a good time hanging out with my dad and my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I went to go hang out with my girlfriend's family. They actually went to a park. You know, they, she has two nieces. Hide eggs, all that jazz. And it was even cooler at the park mm-hmm. because they had a whole soccer field, right? Like, really, right where they set up right next door. So, oh, okay. I brought my soccer balls and then got a few free kicks in. Only to remind myself that I'm old and I should really stretch more, maybe do a little bit more cardio than at the gym. But, hey, man, life will, life will catch up to you <laughs> like that real quick. I felt 27 <laughs> years old. I mean, it's bad to even say that because, you know, 27 should be like our. Prime. Peak. Yeah, yeah, peak. Like a lot of the great players and when they were 27, they were like performing. Like there's a difference. They're they're trading daily for that and eating right. Yeah, you're living the dream. Yeah. So so Saturday night. Oh well, actually now I remember Friday, my parents had family coming into town, family friends. So Friday night we did want to go visit them. And then I think that was about it, because Friday I work, you know, got home, granted I got six. Saturday came. Saturday was cool because I think I got, to, what did I do? No, Saturday. I remember Saturday we took my girlfriend to go get her dressed, uh, her hem like length and all that yeah. fixed up, you know, I guess because, you know, it was all uneven, you know, just fix up some details, make it a little bit fitting on the. The altercation, stuff like that? Yeah. Yep. 
So we did that, and then we came back. And what I can't, babe. What do we do with Saturday? <laughs> yeah, gym. Oh, and I had a night swim. I actually used the apartment pool for the first time. There you go. All right. How was that? It was actually cold as fuck. Still. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was windy that Saturday night, and I was just like, "This is a really not a bad idea, but definitely we should have waited." Mm-hmm. But hey, the pool's open. Took advantage of that. Oh, and then I think another highlight was I finally got my power cord back from my Xbox. So. Esteban was like, yo, we should play Call of Duty. I was like, sure. Uh, we play, I played till maybe, I want to say, I don't remember, maybe 1, 2 a.m. Okay. Yeah, it was a good boys night. First run we did, we won, got a dub. After that, we just kept losing. After saying multiple, like, one more game. We got this, fellas, and then, nah, it just didn't work out. What, what game is it again? Warzone. Warzone. Yeah. Is that crossplay? It's crossplay. Okay. Yeah, Esteban plays on PC, and all of us other buddies play on Xbox or PlayStation, so pretty cool gotcha yeah i'm a pretty average dude uh i mean it when i say i'm just an average guy just trying to keep my check engine light off so nothing crazy about me so got it got mm. it all right all right uh I'm trying to think back to what happened i'm gonna let you take on the weekly update last week when did we do the episode last week was it thursday it was thursday released it friday right no we did it wednesday but you released it friday you're like, I'm going to release this on Friday, my man. I'm like, oh, All right, cool. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, you had some stuff going on. I was like, look, Nate, keep your head <clears> up, <throat> bro. Shoulders high, chin hey, up. It's just busy, it. man. It was just busy. Uh, all right, so from last week, uh, I think I, I started working on a design for you. Oh, yeah. For, for, for your pops. Yeah. Um, and then just work. This work's been crazy. We take it. I think we took in too many orders, honestly, because we did one today that we completely forgot about. Like, it was, it's due tomorrow. And we forgot completely. Uh, Who's at fault? <laughs> Stop me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I lo- hey, I looked at all of this. Hey, so you're still going to be able to do that one for tomorrow, right? Have it done by tomorrow. I was like, which one? I was like, you know. He's like, oh, shit. The look on, the look on his face is like, oh, oh, man. Someone goofed. <laughs> so we knocked out the, the first half of it. And we'll have it done tomorrow morning. So it'll still, we're still going to meet the deadlines for that. But it was that. Um this week, bro, I just I've had to get more busy on work. Uh, I got a payment from two two clients, so those definitely are due now. So I gotta I gotta finish those up. Uh, Saturday though, it was basically just that. Um, I was gonna go out to family friends because they were gonna try to do like a early Easter thing, but I looked up the address and it was far. It was like an almost a two hour drive. Jesus, from here, I where? Was like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I I got work to do. I'm sorry, I'm just not gonna be able to make it. And I'm glad because actually I found out they were they were camping out there. Oh, just out in like a yeah, like a flat piece piece of uh, piece of ground. Dang. And it was freezing that night, from what I heard. I was like, yeah, nah. Late in the wild. Like maybe <laughs> it was a good. I didn't go. Maybe, uh, but that was that was Saturday. Uh, Sunday was Easter. Um, and I'll be honest, before the weekend, I forgot this was Easter weekend, completely. Um, did you go to church? I did. I did go to church. Nice. Um, oh, that was that was interesting too. So I was supposed to do sound to you know mix and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do it because I had to do my taxes. Oh, that's what I had to do my taxes. Oh. I had to finish those on Thursday, and then I had to get the artwork and the episode finalized. So that's why we didn't release it Thursday because I was doing that. Jada ran the sound over at church, and I was there having the supervisor. She did a good job, but. Yeah, last week was just crazy. 
that, that that's what happened. Um, but Sunday church, uh, Easter, uh, saw my dad a little bit at the beginning of the day. Um, I think he stayed at home majority of the day with uh, my stepmom and the kids over there. And then I met up with my family over at Elysia's house. Actually, we had a uh, on my mom's side and uh, Thea's side as well. Just having Easter there, so that was cool. Got to see a lot of a lot of family. For sure, family. for sure. And there's more coming in tomorrow. Uh, California. Yeah. The California family's coming in tomorrow. Maybe you'll meet them, man. They're going to be here for a while. I think they're yeah, not leaving until what? Four days? I thought they weren't leaving until next Wednesday. Oh, for real? And from what I heard, so majority are coming in tomorrow night, but yeah. then there's still some that are coming throughout the week, and they're going to stay a week as oh, long dang. as well. So. Okay, so that's why that's why they got such a big Airbnb. Yeah, they're going to be there for a while. Dang, okay. So. They're going to be singing mariachi? Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, they're, uh, so they're coming in for, it's my, it's our non thought is their anniversary, right? Yep. I want to say it's what, the 22nd, 23rd? Saturday, yeah, wherever Somewhere, that is. I think so. The 23rd. Okay. So, yeah, so uh, coming in for that, so yeah, they're going to have, I think they're hiring a mariachi, but they'll, I mean, they'll definitely yeah, sing. Yeah, super, super, super good group. Yeah, but uh, I mean, they all sing, all the family from California sings, they all have their own mariachi, so yeah. I'll let you know if you want to pull up, man. Yeah, pull up. It'll be at my house, Buckeye. It's, <laughs> it's if you want to drive out there. I don't yeah. know. No, Buckeye is not that far for us, actually. Yeah, it's like. Oh, I guess it's true. Twenty five minutes away. But, but yeah, that's that was uh, that was my week, and stuff going on next next week as mm-hmm. well. So, what you, Alicia? You got your own. Um, what does a things? week of Alicia Rodriguez look like? So, uh, starting from last Tuesday, <laughs> yo, last Tuesday. So I work at Target. I work at Target, and I uh, work in the infant style department, and I uh, close most of the time. So I'm, I'm usually getting shifts from, like, 5 p.m., 6 p.m. to 11. But, you know, sometimes they keep us a little bit later. Uh, sometimes we have to help clean up. Uh, so I was there really late, and uh, that was on Monday night of last week. And then Tuesday, so a week from, uh, a week from today, last week, if that makes sense, um, I had a huge assignment to do. Stayed up the whole night to do it. Mind you, like, my class starts at 9.30, so I have to drive from my house in Buckeye to downtown Phoenix. That was going to be one of my questions. So you drive to yep. the campus. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't live on campus. I commute. So, um, yeah, this is about the, what the fuck. Um, I, I commute to school, so I, like, stayed up all night working on this project. Uh, I'm, I'm a journalism major, so uh, the, the projects that I'm doing are usually, like, writing pieces, articles. Um, doing like deep dives into, um, people, different projects. Uh, right now I'm working on a digital accessibility and education, uh, project. So, uh, we're interviewing different educators, um, asking about them, asking about their experiences during the pandemic, pre-pandemic, post-pandemic. Um, a lot of behavioral and social issues come with that, like kids being locked up for a whole year. And now they're, uh, being forced to like go to school and like have regular days. So that's really interesting. Uh, so I have these big projects too. Haven't been sleeping very much. In fact, I got like three hours of sleep in preparation for this podcast. So oh, stumbling. Sounds shit. like a college life. Yeah, yeah you should have yeah. told me. Adam. No, <laughs> yo, I'm committed. Thank, yo, we thank I'm you. Committed, dude. You know what? I'm committed. I, that, I, I appreciate that's that. That's very much appreciated. Yeah. So um, it's just it's just been working. Like I work Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then I go to school Tuesday, Thursday. So it's like constantly back and forth, back and forth. Always running back and forth between. Uh, I work in Goodyear, Target in Goodyear, and then I go to school in downtown Phoenix. So 
I get busy, so that's why that's why I'm always napping. You know, Rodriguez's are always napping. Just, just I, think, to... I think getting busy is an understatement. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think you're productive. Is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I launched my website today, which is really exciting. Um. So I finally finished that project that's been going on for a whole semester. Um. My my personal portfolio. So I've got. Um. I've been working on podcast stuff too, but it's not really like full length podcasts, like hour an hour or two. It's more just like um small snippets so i can work in you know uh, audition and stuff and still get that experience but i'm not like having to edit entire like hours of footage and stuff and then uh i do projects in premiere pro too so uh, a lot of working in there making videos and stuff um my latest one was for i did like an interview with uh educators to ask about their experiences of course during the pandemic and then i just got their insight and then like edited together b-roll and different stuff like that so you have a podcast Kind of. It's on SoundCloud. Is that, is that, yeah. Okay. See, look. You want to plug it? This man um, didn't tell me nothing. He just kind of like gave me a link. Well, to I'll, like I'll be honest. The podcast is news to me. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I'm constantly editing. Um, and I'm constantly... It's not really like a podcast, like a traditional... Um, like talking to people not, like conversation like you guys do nothing like this uh bump yeah shit it's not just like no it's not like this low class it's all right the bottom feeder scum no you guys have a cool <laughs> podcast where you're like just having conversations mine is like interview style so it's like you're more informative we're just bullshit <laughs> <laughs> that's all right it's all right hey, yeah, okay. it, it could be that so it could be if you want if you want it to be uh yeah so my, it's not necessarily like lifestyle it's more just the educational purpose yeah okay. educators and stuff um you know as a as a journalism major like i have to keep a very like professional um online presence so i can't really like you can't make content that's um that's going <laughs> to represent me in a bad way in the future so gotcha. my yeah. advice to you start a patreon patreon yeah. okay okay start, got you know, it pay for the to hear the good shit <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> unfiltered <laughs> yeah there you go all right i mean that, that was i didn't know that he didn't tell me that, i so. well, honestly I, mean, I didn't i didn't know about well, the that's podcast. what's up so it's yeah. on soundcloud just right now only soundcloud um yeah it's just like little interviews again it's just like snippets from stuff so i'm still working on stuff because uh it, my projects aren't due to the end of april so i'm like and again this is for school that yeah. you're doing all, all this is just cool. yeah so i do through school um i'm hoping to to join some kind of like network or some kind of um student podcast or some kind of group i've realized i really like like editing audio um which is something i didn't know before the semester started so that that's been really exciting i like working on in audition and stuff and um finding like cool samples online that are like fair fair use you know copyright free um so that's been really fun is just like literally going through entire archives of like free audio and just finding stuff i like so did this did you come across this in school or was this something you've done like in high school or so i've always been interested in like multimedia stuff so like my mom did photography my dad always had like a camcorder and stuff growing up so I've always just kind of paid attention to what they did. And then slowly throughout, you know, high school, elementary school, middle school, I would like work on projects. And then we had a really good computer growing up. We had like an iMac, but like mm -hmm. brand new ones. So I would edit on iMovie and then I'd edit snippets together. And slowly over time, I just kind of, you know, really fell in love with just making content and stuff. So that has been really cool. Um, but yeah, it wasn't until like high school where I really got interested in like social media, um, public relations, stuff like that. Um, you know, learning how to, how to use your, um, 
like analytics and stuff it's really really interesting to see uh what kind of content your followers are actually engaging with so that's been really interesting too um i'm gonna be taking more classes like that but right now it's just like introduction to like premiere pro how to you know click buttons and stuff and make shortcuts okay yeah, we might we might have to we might have to sit down. Yeah, after this after this podcast, you know, yeah. conversation. You know, because high school for us was very different. We didn't have at least social media was there, but it mm. wasn't as big as it is now today. Like, now, yeah, not like that. Yeah, now it could be a whole career. Yes. Yeah. I think I think when we were this is yeah like, we were just like all right, let me put a little filter so I don't look ugly. Kind of. You thing. had like five filters to choose from. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 No, it's not the same. Anymore. No. Did you guys grow up with MySpace? Yes. yes. Okay, so you had like music in your music with, in the yeah, background. Oh, you know okay. what's funny? In MySpace days, I like I want to say I was a pro, but it, it like got me to a, a point where I was learning. All right, you know what? Let me change the borderline. So I went back and changed mm-hmm. coding. Words, yeah. Like, zero, zero, <laughs> yeah. That was always fun. Using color codes and stuff. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? And I look back at it like, but you know, it's funny how you say you had grew up. You know, with the uh, is it a Mac? Yeah, uh, iMac. Yeah. We had one of those. We had two of those. Like, I think 2007, 2008 edition iMovie was installed, yeah. Garage, and those we didn't really use it. Like me, I didn't really use it to mm-hmm. its full effect, but I never just kind of messing around with it. I was like, oh, let me just do this because I want this on MySpace kind of deal. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Not knowing that it was like a real big interest as I got older, and I was just like, yeah. I don't, I don't think I ever did. I mean, I did a little bit. Uh, well, I used to post on like Craigslist to jailbreak people's iPhones and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, so no. I used to I used to have people come to the house all the time, and then eventually I got to the point where I was recording myself. Like this is how you upload a boot image into Android, and it's how you no. jailbreak it. But I I did like two videos, and I looked back at them, and they're like they're all fuzzy and gray. And crap. I was like, I don't know what <laughs> I was doing. Nobody that tutorial. Nah, nah. It was like you could not read this. But but you can't. But read. I never did anything like like that. Like but really now anything is like high oh, yeah. quality. You know, video camera. These you're pretty much buying a camera with these new iPhones. Oh yeah. Oh so. yeah, for sure. My entire class, like they, um, I have a little. I should have brought it. A uh, little plug in mic. Uh, it, it's like I think it's called a Zoom mic. So you just plug it into your phone. Um, plug it into your computer, and you would just like attach it to your shirt. Make videos anywhere, and have high quality video, high quality audio anywhere. So. Um, that's been something that's really cool to experiment with because I could just have a conversation with someone over the phone, attach the mic to my t-shirt, and then I can listen to the conversation later. And, you know, it's interesting when you like experiment with all the different stuff that your phone comes with too. Like iMovie is such a powerful tool and, um, it's not used enough and it's not like taught in school enough. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Actually, I think the person at work makes a lot of those videos with, with iMovie. I'm mm-hmm. just, I just learned that today. Like, there's a lot that I didn't know about our phones do that. I just never looked into it. The only it. reason I never really messed with that movie is because I remember when I was like, all right, let me take a dive into this videography content mm-hmm. creating journey of myself. Almost all of them explained like iMovie sucks. Like they're like, uh, use this other one. Use this. I'm like, it's because they want you to buy it. That's, I think that's what it was. They were just trying to sell me into getting other stuff. And yeah. I, was like, mm. I mean, you can say there's better programs, but it's like, but it, I look, the best is what you have available. And, yeah. and people can make some good shit off of iMovie. Yeah. Oh, we used GarageBand, man. We, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like, sure. yeah, we haven't had any issues with this at all. I mean, we could try freely. We could try any of those, but this yeah, works perfectly fine works, for works. us. works, works, yeah. Mm. And it's like, iMovie is an excellent introduction, especially for like younger kids or people who are just like, want to get the basic knowledge of like how to upload stuff, how to um, cut and how, how to know where to cut and stuff like that. Blend in and out, Ken Burns, you know, that kind of stuff. And then it gets even cooler when you learn how to do um, like color grading. That's that's even more interesting because it's like now you add that photo editing element. So 
that's where like really that's where the photography and videography See, really go hand in hand. I, I would like to I always like to say that I kind of went I grew up in the wrong era. I, they, everybody's like, oh no, I wish I grew up in the eighties. And I was like, nah, man, I wish I was in high school now. Like, because there was yeah. so much shit that they're introducing in the school. I mean. I, When's the last time they gave you like, oh, you got to turn in this sheet of paper and kind of... No, no. See, they don't do that no <laughs> more, right? My senior year was entirely online. See? I went yeah. To like, I never went to college, right? I was like literally the ASU kid and I'm like, notebook and paper. Like, oh, go ahead and hit in this link. You know, go ahead and, you know, it's a group conversation. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about, bro? Like, <laughs> like hold on. What? It's like, no, this isn't what I was told it's going to be like. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm still a notebook paper kind of guy. Like, where do we turn this in kind of deal? Yeah. <laughs> you take my... I got my, I showed my work. And that's cool because I think two years ago, one of my buddies introduced me to Lightroom. Oh, yeah. And I fuck with Lightroom a lot. A lot of my pictures is edited through Lightroom. Yeah, "Yeah, dude, like this is what a lot of people use on like social media. Mm -hmm. Use this app. And if you want to get crazy, buy the other upgrades and premium stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. Was it the, what they call like the presets and stuff like that? Yeah, presets. And once you like have your own aesthetic down, once you like know what your, you know, creative uh, flow is, like if you like cool tones, warm tones, uh, you c- you can really like just visualize stuff in in the real world and be able to look at something and be like oh this would be a really good picture, and that's how you start capturing moments you know in a more high quality uh, way to start to think about things more creatively than just um oh let me snap this picture of you know this fruit, but mm-hmm. now it's like a whole it's whole it's a whole adventure, um and and even if you're just like you don't it doesn't have to be like a career that you're doing this for too it's just like taking aesthetic pictures of your everyday life, that's why I like I really like to experiment with stuff like that. That's, that's cool. That's cool as fuck. That's dope. That's dope. Uh, you know, since we were already on the PR stuff, like, I know you told us what made you want to like because the background stuff. Mm-hmm. But what made you choose that finally? Like, you so, want to be PR relations um, like during or, high school? I was really, really like, um, I, I really wanted to, like chase the dream. I wanted to like learn about the career, learn about everything before it was even uh, gonna approach me. So. I went into high school thinking I wanted to go into journalism, like traditional writing news, um, you know, chasing stories, that type of deal. So I emailed random journalists in the area, people who I knew who had connections. I was like, I went to Stray Mountain Community College during high school. Um, so I would go to their like outreach resource center. I'd be like, hey, I, I need connections. I need to, you know, I want to talk to this person about communications. And so they led me to a path where I talked to a woman um, named Carrie. I don't know if I should drop her last name. I, I talked to Carrie, and Carrie was like, um, yeah, don't go into journalism. It sucks. It's a dying industry, blah, blah, blah. Go into PR. You're going to want to go into PR because that's where the money is. And I was like, hey, that's enough, that's enough for me. And so she told me to talk to uh, another lady. Uh, I think her name was Sarah. Talked to Sarah, had a meeting with her. She's like, yeah, yeah, you're going to want to go into PR because that's where the money is. And I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> that's, enough, that's enough for me. That's Tell enough me twice. For me. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, after that, I was like, all right, I'm going to explore this PR route. And so PR is really, it really just depends on what the, co- the company that you work for. So PR could be defending um, your company against you know, legal issues. You know, if you work for somebody like Harvey Weinstein, let's say, you know, somebody who's facing a lot of backlash, you're trying to... Um, you know, help to make their character seem better. So you're, you know, doing PR interviews uh, to make them seem like a better person when, you know, maybe not. Um, and that's kind of the more 
ugly side of PR, you know, like the whole publicist thing when you get into um, dealing with like actual people who have like actual issues. And then, you know, when you get into celebrity, celebrity Hollywood, it's like, uh, I'm not, not too crazy about that, but that's where the money is. So didn't want to do that. But um, something that I've always been interested in is education. Because uh, my mom worked in education. So I was like, all right, how can I like blend these two together? And there's a career path where it's like corporate communications, but for education. So uh, take Tolleson uh, Union High School District or Phoenix Union High School District. They all have a PR person, somebody who, let's say, a teacher gets into a scandal um, you know, they did something crazy. And so now somebody has to go to the news and represent the school district. And that would be me. But the other upside to that is I could create positive content for like the school district and be like, all right, you know, we're going to launch this marketing campaign and we're going to make these flyers and, you know, reach out to the community. So that's kind of the more the direction I want to go into, uh, more community, ooh, more community based stuff, more, um, just like education, nonprofit type of stuff. Okay. I'm blown away. <laughs> what was the hell was I thinking when I was 19? <laughs> I was, I think I was like, I want to be a mirrorless. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I, I was in ASU just like, uh, yeah, I'm just here because my parents want me to go. I have no idea what I'm doing. Hey, man. <laughs> she got goals, bro. Yeah, it was a really, honestly, everything in high school happened really, really fast. Like, I was a freshman taking college courses and my high school was paying for it. My parents didn't have to pay anything other than like textbooks. Mm -hmm. So I was getting a high school and college education. I was doing journalism at school, doing yearbook. I was still, you know, helping, you know, regular high school stugo, stuff like that. Um, but on the side, I was just like kind of hustling and kind of like not even like making money. I was literally just begging people to have a conversation with me. Just like, please let me shadow you. Please let me talk to you about your career. I just want to know more. And that's like where it is. I mean, that, it's just all about like chasing, chasing what you want and, you know, figuring it out before it even approaches. Because I could have spent hundreds and thousands of dollars going into like a major or a career that I didn't want to go into or that like I would eventually find out that I don't like but I kind of figured that out a little bit farther ahead so I didn't have to waste so much time <laughs> well you also uh what was it that you read at, at your school you were the for the yearbook right you guys oh yeah managed that and so everything like yeah that. I was editor-in-chief of the journalism team for That's four it. years uh for all, all of my high school experience um Basically, we didn't have a journalism team when we started. Like, no social media. The website sucked. There was no, like, the district was so small, it didn't even have, like, a marketing team. There was just, like, superintendent, CFO. That was it. So I was like, all right, I got time. I got resources. I have a phone. Let's <laughs> let's make an Instagram, you know? So I kind of helped uh, the principal. You know, she was super, super sweet. Um, love Ms. Jurgens. She was like, hey, um... Let me know when you want to make videos and I'll make videos with you. You know, let me know if you need the keys one day and I'll hand you the keys. Just like make videos, help us get more students because it's a super good deal. Mm -hmm. um, free high school or free college while you're in high school. It's you can't beat it, but not enough people know about it. So that's kind of what I was there for. And you're <laughs> there. I mean, I know your mind's blowing now, bro. She actually gets she gets well, shit done. It, honestly, like <laughs> I, I'm very proud 
Uh, I'm, I'm happy for you because you seem to be very well organized. Or thank at least you, the biggest thing here is discipline. Cause yeah, that yeah comes, for sure. That's, I think that's the biggest thing here. Because mind you, when I kind of took that similar route, when I was mm-hmm. in sophomore, I signed yeah, up for yeah. Australia's ACE program. I was yeah, taking okay, Australia cool. courses too. But I, I don't know, maybe just because I wasn't exposed to a bunch of things, how mm-hmm. social media now exposes almost a bunch of opportunities. I was just like, all right, let me just do my work, get educational, get good grades. But I think... Really, the only reason to keep reasons I was really focused in school was because of soccer. That's really yeah, what it was. Okay. I took the sport route, and then that didn't really get me nowhere. Mm-hmm. If I would have known what was the turnout ratio of like what kid really makes it that far in the United States, yeah. only yeah, because sure. like it's not like where it's overseas where there's academies for these things. You know, you can start yeah, at the young too. age. I would have probably never done that, but I I didn't really know. I was just a kid just chasing that dream, and yeah, we had we had we grew up having those kinds of dreams, but like like you said. It, we were born in a different era. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I would choose was... much this era over like, you know, yeah, granted eighties, nineties with great music, you know, mm-hmm. lifestyle, you know, simpler times, yes. But the way my mind works, I think I would have much more enjoyed living in this time. As younger. As kid, yeah. 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 I mean that's a great time to be alive. <laughs> oh you, I'll <laughs> bet hey, I bet you say hey. that with so much happiness. Like, I, like, do. Yeah. I don't take the internet for granted, man. Like and I'll I'll be honest, like I've, I've I've chased and hustled for like my journalism stuff, but I got C's in math. I got you know, I was not like hustling in school all the way. Like I was doing enough to pass my classes, but I wasn't like I need to get I need to be top of my class. I need to do this and that. Like I got by because I was nice and because I like can talk confidently, but I wasn't like the highest achieving student in the entire school. Regardless of that, I mean. You were you, valedictorian, right? hey, huh? You know the family's. I did, proud. yeah, I did give the graduation speech. <laughs> I'm not surprised Man. about that. Yeah, but it wasn't because I was top of my class. I was like 14th, but I. Uh, That's I got, not the sneeze at. Like. I got it through my speaking skills. That's. I mean, wait, you were top 14 of your class? Yeah, something like that. You know what? I kind of think I was top 15 in my class. I looked at my okay, transcripts okay. the other day. I was like 54 out of like 300 students. But then students yeah. dropped out, and it kind of ruined the ratio. Oh, got it, know. got it. Oh, well. But, uh, but now, nah, like, the family is, we're all extremely, like, extremely proud of the stuff that we see you do. Like, it's amazing. And from what I've noticed, you know, on social media, mm-hmm. at least all your guys' family, you guys are all artistic in some way. Oh, for sure, like, yeah. some of you guys, like, you guys all seem to have a skill set, mm-hmm. and that shit is fucking cool. We all, we all, I don't know how we all got drawn into the arts. I mean... I mean, other music, than just, yeah. other than just it being yeah. a way for majority of our family to survive, it just we all kind of gravitated towards that. And, and when you think about it too, there's probably a correlation between our sleepiness and our creativity because they they do say that like <laughs> smarter, more um, more like creative people they they tend to like kind of rec- like reclu- be recluse and um, go into their shell. Um, you know, tend to like have to preserve their energy because um they're they're putting so much of their energy into their craft it's like you, you gotta you know you gotta it's gotta be use it correctly yeah. yeah it's gotta be compromised you know, i read this article earlier today and mm-hmm. i'm not so sure if it's like 100 true i didn't check the sources but they were talking about how like those who stay up late or like lack sleep tend to be the most creative definitely yeah i can agree with that <laughs> yeah yeah, that's what's up. Oh, I'm just blown away. I, I mean, think. there's so much more we could go down this route path, but 
Yeah. You did. I'm sure. I'm sure we're gonna attract a lot of your maybe your friends. <laughs> oh, maybe people who when you're in high school are gonna tune in. You know. Yeah. Welcome sure. to topics and views first and foremost. Hey, but welcome, welcome. take this as an example, though. Like Alicia, it's killing it. Yeah, it's killing it. Killing you're, it. You're, thank you. Thank you. You definitely got everything going good for you right now. Yeah, man. for sure. And keep going. Don't stop. Uh, now you you did ask both of us to take mm-hmm. a specific test. Uh, I don't know what what you want to get into on on these, okay. but so we got them. Yeah, real quickly before I go into this, the Enneagram is like an ancient. Um, it's not necessarily a personality test, but it's a way to like um, break down the human psyche into nine different types. So you have um, one, two, three, you know, all the way to nine, um, and they each integrate in a different way. If you look at the Enneagram, um, the symbol, it looks kind of scary, but it um they all integrate in one way or another i don't want to like get fully into it because i could no, make get a into whole, it. i can make get, a whole <laughs> podcast about it like seriously it's what you're here for we could yeah. talk about it for years um but basically I'll, I'll go um i'll talk about your guys's um enneagram numbers because i also share an enneagram number with nate book which makes a lot of sense because um i've never been close with I'll, i've never been close with nate but it's probably because we're both um so like in our own heads like we're, uh, yeah reclusive we, we, yeah we we no. just we can't talk because we're so much alike. yeah there's so much alike we can't i beg to differ because you guys seem to talk so much I mean, <laughs> not in a bad way i'm saying you speak with confidence it took a while for book to actually be sharing his thoughts with me because at first when we were friends it was just like yeah he would hear me out yeah mm-hmm. bro you, you know that's cool a few years went by it was kind of like yeah hey book what Nah. Yeah. Now, eventually, now he's like, "Yo, man!" It took a few moments. You know, yeah. we've had some hard to hard talks yeah. in the past year. So, you know, what's crazy is uh, when she had us do that test. I was reading over the results, <laughs> and some of that shit made sense. Like, oh man, yeah, it's like all cry. my relationships with everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um. Before you go more into it, I I was actually talking about it with some of my coworkers because some mm-hmm. of them are pretty like geniuses in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also told me about like a test. Uh, I think it's called the Ocean Test, the Big ocean. Five. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. This is uh, Myers-Briggs. Yeah. yeah. I was looking into that one. I was like, oh, I'm into it. Because I, I felt like I'd done mm-hmm. this one before when I was just like, oh, this is like college all over again. Yeah, for, for sure. like, I'll, I'll still do it. Like, fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, they're really interesting. And, you know, um, the creators of it kind of also used it to, um, you know, explain like the way that people can be connected to God. So, you know, there's the heart, there's the body and there's a mind. So we all connect to God in a different way. Um, you know, there's heart types, um, which are like two, three and four, um, head types, which are five, six and seven, and then body types, which are eight, nine and one. So each of them integrate into one another in a different way. So type fives, um, I'll read the, the description it gives on the Enneagram Institute uh fives are alert insightful and curious they're able to concentrate and focus on developing complex ideas and skills independent innovative and inventive they can also become preoccupied with their thoughts and imaginary constructs they become detached yet high strung and intense they typically have problems with eccentricity nihilism and isolation at their best they're visionary pioneers often ahead of their time and able to see the world in an entirely new way is this something you agree with me? Uh, is that uh, what you guys got? Yeah, that, we have the five? same one. Okay. It had more to do with like relations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we'll, we'll go straight into it. Basic fear, being useless, helpless, or incapable. 
basic desire to be capable and competent. Um, so Enneagrams with a six wing, which is a both of us, a uh, problem solver. Uh, so we're motivated by um, knowledge, understanding, and to have things figured out um, and, and to preserve ourselves from the threats of the world, of the environment. Um, some famous fives, um, Stephen Hawking, Vincent van Gogh, um, Stephen King, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, a lot of smart people on there, but there's also like Kurt Cobain, um, Tim Burton, different people who um, turn down different roads. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing about fives is that they can kind of turn down a psychotic route if they don't handle their emotions correctly because it can get so cluttered in your mind and it can get so like you can go down the rabbit hole and just make yourself go crazy so um there's a lot I felt that before. <laughs> yeah there's a lot to know about fives but um you know the, the basic thing is like when we're healthy we're visionaries we're um able to comprehend the world we want to know more open-minded take things in whole um and then also to make new discoveries and find new ways to learn and perceive things. Um, but at, at our worst, we become reclusive, isolated, um, highly unstable and fearful of aggressions. Um, and just kind of detach from like the world, you know, go off the grid. Nobody talks to me for days. That type of deal. So um, the website goes into like, the personal growth relationships and stuff like that. Um, so was there anything that stuck out to you, Nate, when you were like reading it where you're like, um, home? it had to do with they're not open. Basically what Oscar said, like we're not, we're not very open to new relationships and it takes us a long time to basically trust someone and open up in that route. And this, this was, uh, I think the, the summary that that test yeah, actually eclectic gave. Eclectic energies. Yeah. yeah. I feel the same way. Like, when I meet people, I have become a lot more outgoing and more comfortable with having conversations with people. Um, but even in college, like I haven't made a whole lot of friends that are like that I would say are like lifelong friends. Um, all of my best friends are family members, people that I grew up with, um, my mom's best friends, kids, like people that I knew from like childhood. Um, and it, it just comes from like a deep rooted um, fear of like being rejected by like the whole like, you know, all the kids at school rejecting you. And it's almost like a taunting in your own brain that hasn't happened yet. So it's just like fear of starting new relationships because you're like already anticipating the failure of them. So that's something I can relate to a lot. So with yours, Oscar, type six. <laughs> hey, do you want to know about that? I, I, yeah. I, I kind of want to know more, but it's okay. Oh, no, no, let's, 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 deep it, let's dig into the five. Because, <laughs> all right. I granted uh, what you kind of explain is kind of what I feel sometimes. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's just an overthinker that I am. I tend to overthink, mm-hmm. but um, I just wanted to ask you. So at ASU, do you like did any of your friends that or in high school that you hung out with your crew mm-hmm. did they go to college too? Yes, but they attend the Tempe campus. Oh, okay. So um, a lot of my friends who I went to high school with, elementary school with, um, they all went to Tempe. I know one person from high school who goes to. Um, the same school that I do, but I don't, you know, people from high school aren't, yeah. you know, like lifelong friends. So, um, yeah, really it's just like, 
It's a matter of finding like your true inner circle, which is typically like one or two people when you're a five and just sticking with them. Um, and you know, you only really build true friendships with like one or two people in your entire lifetime. At least that's what I've found is like, I've only gotten close to like two people. And when those people leave, it sucks. So it's like, it's really hard to trust people and really hard to like dig into those like deep thoughts with people because there's also the idea that like they could leave and leave with those, leave knowing everything that they do. And that's, that's kind of like a scary thing to know. Well, it's an honor being your friend, Nate. (laughs) <laughs> thank you man. hey hey man I th- what was it you said it's like the fear of like like your brain taunting you of a failed relationship before it even happens. yeah that's essentially and I, you know I, I picked up on that a long time ago but it was like i never like really had words to put to like that's exactly mm-hmm. how a lot a lot of times it feels sometimes and yeah it, it's a, it's a struggle to try to get out of it and I mean, alcohol works but <laughs> it's, a, it's a temporary band-aid <laughs> oh no <laughs> Don't turn to it. Um, but anything else you want to dig? No, on no, that was just pretty much. It. I just want to make that comment. And so there's also like, um, maybe, like maybe you're a wing five man. You could have a five wing. Um, Oscar didn't take a screenshot of his result, uh, so we don't know what wing we have. He has, but he's definitely a six. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> based on your expertise. I'm definitely, yeah, definitely not a, an expert, but. Um, <laughs> So um, I will get into really quickly the childhood wounds of the numbers because um, so with fives, it kind of feels like like you don't know where you belong, like even with your parents, with your siblings, siblings, um, kind of like the the odd duck, you know, the, the black sheep, like different than everyone else, but like not, but like you fit in, but um sometimes you kind of like reject the nurturing parent in your life so there's a nurturing and there's a protective parent so depending on the mom or dad or if you lack one or the other that also creates a child wound in itself but fives tend to reject the nurturing parent for for one reason or another so they tend to self-nurture which becomes self-preservation which is like you know just like healing yourself before you can even get hurt type deal like anticipating the blow before it happens Hmm. and and so that's kind of what it feels like in every relationship is like okay so when are you going to leave or like when are you going to turn your back on me and a lot of that comes from like like a a want uh wanting to be needed wanting to be listened to but like not receiving that but also rejecting it so when you are listened to you like reject it you like (laughs) Leave, leave the situation. I don't want to talk. That's it, deal. Why does it sound like a middle child kind of thing? Uh, I don't know if it's no. so much a middle child thing. Well, I don't know. I kind of, I wouldn't say I'm like 100% there, but I feel mm-hmm. like I'd sent, I sent, when I was growing up, at least mm-hmm. I realized like I used to reject like the caring for my parents because mm-hmm. I felt like I never got it. But when it did, I felt like when they tried, I was just like, no, let's not do that right now mm-hmm. kind of deal. But that's interesting. I didn't mm. know that. Yeah, that, that's that's weird to hear to hear that. <laughs> but we'll see. I don't know. We'll see what more of type six because I got six, right? Yeah, that's the one I got. Yeah, 
You probably have a five wing then, which would make sense that you guys are, you know, able to have a podcast together because you, your um, wings integrate integrate into one another. So you're able to relate to each other, but also know your own personal boundaries. Like this is stuff we don't talk about or this is stuff that we openly talk about um, and like wounds we're able to open up with each other. But also still protecting yourself. So there's still Amen. a layer that hasn't <laughs> hey, been Hey, shake my hand, bro. It's <laughs> just crazy. Yeah, because I'm a wing six, right? That's what I told yeah. you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like even my in my own life, like I really try to think about this. And I was like, I didn't have a bad life at all. Like I had a perfect life, in fact. Like even, but can attest to this, like nothing was nothing was wrong in my life. And so like... I, when I think back, I'm like, I think I just reject love because I had so much of it. Like, there was an overbearing amount of love, like, so much support hmm. that it, it was almost like like going into, like, okay, I'm being attacked. Almost. Like, suffocating? Like, it's like too you're much. suffocating. Yeah. Like, so much love, so much support that it's like, okay, so you want me to do this. You want me to play soccer, but I don't want to play soccer. You know, even though you low-key want to play soccer, it's like, you know, because you want me to do this so much, I don't want to do it. Kind of like a rebellion. Okay. That's why I felt a lot towards like music too. So like I love music, but because there was so much attention to music in our life, oh. like it, you you go you like retreat. You're like no, <laughs> thank you. Well, I mean, I, on a on a different level, it was like that. I just. Come on, man. I just want to watch TV. <laughs> like, bro, I just came back from school. Like, yeah. You want me to practice the recorder or learn guitar? Like, nah. It was, yeah. it was, it was too much sometimes. Yeah. So you just kind of like retreat, go inwards, make up characters in your own mind or something. <laughs> like, you start, start drawing and uh, you kind of go into your own self preservation mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess six then. Type six. Type six. The loyalist. That's uh, me. Yeah. Hey. The my committed, <laughs> security oriented type. Sixes are reliable, hardworking, responsible, and trustworthy. Excellent troubleshooters. They foresee problems and foster cooperation, but can also become defensive, evasive, and anxious, running on stress while complaining about it. <laughs> they can be cautious and indecisive, but also reactive, defiant, and rebellious. They typically have problems with self-doubt and suspicion. At their best, internally capable and self-reliant, courageously championing themselves and others. Basic fear of being without support or guidance. Basic desire to have security and support. So when you have a five wing, you're the defender. When you have a seven wing, you're the buddy. So depending on how you feel about your wings. I think five, yeah. The defender... So key motivations want to have security, to feel supported by others, to have certain (laughs) certitude and reassurance, to test their attitudes of others towards them, to fight against anxiety and insecurity. Um, So uh, some famous examples are Mark Twain, Sigmund Freud, Richard Nixon, Robert F. Kennedy, George Bush. Oh, shit. um, (laughs) A lot of presidents on here. Eminem. Okay. <laughs> there, oh. there he goes. Um, Marilyn Rapper. Monroe, Mark Wahlberg, Woody Allen, <laughs> Diane Keaton, Mel Gibson, Tom Hanks, <laughs> Julia Roberts, Jennifer Aniston, huh. uh, Paul Rudd. 
Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Paul Rudd. Who would have thought? <laughs> Not <Yeah>. me. <laughs> there are a lot Alex more. Jones <laughs> and Chris Rock. There's a great um, spectrum of people. <laughs> yeah. So basically, um, sixes are nervous. That's what I've... That, from my experiences hanging out with sixes, having a six for a best friend in high school, um, sixes tend to be like kind of nervous, like constantly needing reassurance. Like, are you sure you're not mad at me? Are you sure you're not mad? Like, oh, shit. Are you, sh- <laughs> are you sure that I can't do something? <laughs> Yo, bro, you. <laughs> like, what did I do wrong? Like, are, are you sure you're not mad at me? Like, constantly. Yo, bro, in, you tell like, me all your stories in the past. Like, I just wanted to. I just wanted to make everyone happy. Like that's really what yeah. it was, oh, man. <laughs> um. So yeah, a lot of it has to do with like anxiety, like pent up, like, um, you know, just needing that reassurance of, like, almost wanting to be controlled by something or wanting, like, needing somebody to tell you to do something, or else you feel like you're not doing something right. Like, <laughs> God damn it! Hold on, wow. you're exposing too much. Hold on. <laughs> oh man. So you like just trying to build safe, so you, like literally just building walls around you, building blocks, like trying to make yourself as safe and secure as possible. So taking every step, whether it's in relationships, friendships, um, even with your you know parents, siblings, it's um, almost beating them to the punch. You know, similar to the way that like like fives will go internally, and so that they can't get hurt, even though they haven't been hurt yet, and the person has given them no reason to hurt. The six is. Um, also protecting themselves, going inwards, um, but also doing it very nervously. Doing it like where fives, you, you can't really tell that something's going on internally. The six is like, oh my gosh, are you are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? Like, tell me what's wrong. What can I do to help? Um, but also, you know, when when sixes are like at their best, they're um, like really courageous and able to um like tackle circumstances like tackle really r- tough situations with grace because you've kind of already prepared yourself for it so you've anticipated the blow before it happens and now now that you see the results you're like, that wasn't that bad you know it was like it's fine <laughs> yeah i'll fine yeah <laughs> yeah could have been worse <laughs> oh Let's man see. that's that's interesting you know now that you're talking about sixes i i get i get i didn't read the six at all so this is this is the first time I'm hearing it. That wing makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the wings go back and forth into each other. So you integrate into one another when like, you know, um like someone with a so like a five with a four wing is like they want to be individualistic. They want to be special. Uh but they also don't want people to know that they want to be special and individualistic. Where like a five with a six wing is like they're so nervous about, you know, that someone's gonna um take the you know like like a little kid building a fort that someone's gonna lift up the blanket and expose like everything they've been collecting all these years and it's like the the child inside is just like scared to be exposed for like what it truly is and it's like a pack rat it's a pack rat in your brain oh shit (laughs) so sixes in the childhood felt uh connected to their parental um protective parental figure so where um where the uh five rejects the um not the maternal the um what is it the nurturing parent um the six attaches themselves to the protective parent 
So when you think, you know, nurturing and protective, attaching yourself to the protective parent is um, depending on that parent for like a sense of validity, guidance, trust, um, you know, trusting them. And then when that trust is, you know, inevitably broken, it's like earth shattering. It's like you just, you know, destroyed my world, basically. Um, so a lot of like if, when sixes are like unhealthy, they turn to like anger and destruction, destroying your relationships, destroying your like friendships um, because everything that you just built up is like broken. The, you know, blanket is up. The um, your case has been exposed. You're you're a fraud, basically, you know. Holy shit. <laughs> Damn. This is a lot more than I thought we were to get. See, I could go into it for days. It's okay, but that's you know that's the that's the top layer of it. Yeah, I understand why you told us. Well, you told me I forgot to tell Oscar not to do the second test. Yeah, don't do the second test. That, yeah. That's like uh, you can make entire series series upon series. Oh shit! That. I kind of did this. Well, you know, it'll make, make you cry. I did the second test. Next what'd time, get, get? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, don't tell me. Okay. Maybe that's a conversation we have off the podcast. No, cool. no. I said no. I said, yeah. I said there's a layer of. There's a layer of, of something that your friendship hasn't experienced yet. That's the layer. That's a, you, don't, you, don't wanna, you don't want to dig into okay, that. Never you don't mind want to dig into that. All that right. gets into like your coping mechanisms and stuff. Oh hell no! Never <laughs> no, never mind. Never mind. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> this is that's a lot more than I thought. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know. I mean, I've I've taken these tests. I think mm-hmm. once or twice before. I never really pay attention to this. Yeah. Sounds like, it's yeah. really interesting. But it's also kind of controversial because people are like, well, it's a wannabe Zodiac. No, it's not. Like, Zodiac is like, you're born on this day, therefore you're sad. Like, you read your, um, people will like read their, what is it? Um, Horoscope. Horoscopes. And yeah. it's like, oh, you're going to feel sad today. Of course, someone's going to feel sad. <laughs> so you feel sad when you're like in traffic. But it's like, when you really dig into the, like the childhood wounds, figuring out why you love people, how you love people, and then finding out, you know, your friends, your family, your relationships, like how they love, you can better communicate with one another and like build stronger relationships because you now have an understanding of like, this person gets sad because this happened in their life. So I'm not going to touch that. And you're able to better like communicate just in general, communicate your feelings. It's a game changer knowing like yourself. I, I have to agree. That's a little crazy down. I always seem to, I always seem to tell people like you should really just dive deep, you know, self reflect sometime, but this is one way to really get into the hole. This is deep self-reflection. This is not. And anyone can take this test, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. There's different versions, but uh, the one I sent you was just like, I've taken it multiple times and I've always gotten the same result. Mm -hmm. And I've taken it over the years, so I feel like it's the most accurate. But there's all kinds of different tests. I mean, you could take different versions and see if you get the same results. Okay. Well, you know, I think we're going to post this on IG in the episode. Uh, It's interesting. Mm -hmm. People want to find out. Is, I mean, is there anything else like or like I, I i don't know if it was just you wanted to explain us, yeah like, no i just wanted or, to know what your types were so i could also so before the podcast i could figure out okay like who am i talking to with my audience it, it's the uh, same person you guys are the same as me so really like everything integrates into one another okay are we cool is that what it is is this what it is like yeah we're oh, cool oh, it's basically, i guess we're just <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah we all integrate <laughs> <laughs> um 
So we have two more. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I mean. I'll, yeah. How have, how much longer do you want the podcast to go? I don't want to like. It's a I, honestly. I don't think I'm all for it. You know. Okay. Yeah, you, yeah. I'm until down. the time. You okay. know. All right. You know. Screw what our editors say. You know. He <laughs> wait. Um. So there's. I know for a fact that you're not a huge fan of millennials. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This I do want to get <laughs> and, into. And explain okay. to me. Me and Oscar are both millennials. Wait, we're millennials, right? Yep. Oh yes. And you are. Gen Z. Okay. Uh, but I feel like uh, Gen Z is often misrepresented, so I also want to clear up some things about Gen Z. As oh, okay. Well. Okay. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna break it down. The baby boomers. Baby boomers are born from 1946 to 1964. So when you think like your grandparents, our grandparents were born in 1943, so they're like right before baby boomers, but they're probably in the baby boomer category. Generation X, 1935 to 1980, which is like our parents probably. Yeah. Um, and then the older millennials um, are like 1981. Later millennials, 1996. So are you guys within that cusp? I'm 94. I'm 95. So am I the older or newer? You're the you're the newer millennials. Okay. Like you're like the last generation. You guys were both. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's 81, 96. And then Gen Z is 97 to 2005, but then there's a second generation of of Gen Z, so it's like some of us were born with like um some of them were raised some of us were raised with like Wait, so you were born in 2000 Hold hold on. Wait. I thought we I thought we clarified this at the beginning. Hold on. Yeah, 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 I'm 19. (laughs) It's 2022, man. Holy shit. (laughs) What's going on, man? Wait. It's still. I check my math real quick. What's going? You good? It's still crazy to me. Like it still hasn't hit me. Like oh, 2,000 kids are 21 years old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. Like you're uh, old. (laughs) <laughs> that's one way hey, my my other sister jasmine the one i'm supposed to have with yeah tori she she was born in 2000 she's 21 she actually just recently turned 21 it's the beginning of the year mm-hmm. there's a whole that's, new world that's there, man. crazy that's wild that's nuts that's so, yeah um my problem with gen with um you know the oh. generation above me millennials um it primarily has to do with um the culture that's been created online because uh, when we look back on, you know, the MySpace era, right after that is Tumblr. So Tumblr is, is where it gets real messy because that's when you get into, like, fandoms. You get into, like, people who are, like, obsessed with Sherlock Holmes, Doctor Who, Harry Potter. You know, people who, like, really get into it start creating fan fiction. You know, you can get into a whole deep, dark dive of this whole thing. But my primary issue with millennials is that they created that, that they they manifested, like, what what we know as today's internet and like they're just not funny they're not funny like i look at that humor and i'm like yo this is wait it's cringy buzzfeed buzzfeed i don't like buzzfeed i'm not a big fan of buzzfeed (laughs) millennials like basically fueled that Uh, and in fact i'm gonna i'm gonna show you guys uh a quiz and I want to see like the stereotypes that you guys fit of millennials, and we'll see like what we'll see how many you guys get. So this is actually a BuzzFeed quiz, so that's how you know it's legit. <laughs> okay. Um, so here is a stereotype: millennials don't want to settle down and get married. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, not sure. Tr- oh, I mean, like I, about yourself, not as you. Oh, about myself? Okay. Nah, I don't want to settle. No, I don't want to settle. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing it right now. You are. Okay. Okay. Stereotypes. Uh, millennials can't afford to buy homes. 
As of today? Like they're 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 not wait, are you wait, read that again? Um millennials can't afford to buy homes. Can't afford. Um I don't I don't think they can afford it. I just don't think they were shown how to afford it. Yeah. And that's a problem with Gen X, which we could get into if you guys want. To. I, I, we can't. I, I would agree the same. Like, I don't think the steps were that. We weren't the guidance. Shown. The guidance wasn't there. That's what it was. We were just told we need to get a home, but not how. Well, to. How, what steps do you take? Like the necessities, the requirements. Yeah. yeah. Okay, avocados. How do you guys feel about that? I love avocados. Uh, but I grew to love them. I didn't always like them at first. Mm-hmm. I, I do okay. I obsess over them? No. Do I be like I gotta have my avocado toast or yeah. you know? Okay. Yeah, nah. With your Trader Joe's. Okay. <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, would, I fuck no. with Trader Joe's. Hold no. on. Okay. I would say, me and Tori. Tori loves avocado. Yeah. She has avocado avocado socks. I am not that big. I don't. I don't care one way or the other. You want to put some on bread? Fine. Yeah. But I'm not asked. Don't put it. Like, I'm not forcing you to do that. Like no. Okay. I'm good with butter. Um, millennials find their dates online instead of in the real world. Mm, I, you know what? I was having a conversation about this with people at work <laughs> and they were saying that the millennials did create this like change of like the dating world. I feel like that's, that's true. Where like the, the reason why things are like divorce are skyrocketing the way mating now is just whole different now mm-hmm. ball game. So do they find majority of their dates online? I like to say yes. Yeah, and, and I'm not. Even, but what's funny, I never partaken in any kind of like dating sites, dating apps. Well, I'm not even talking like, not even dating apps. Yeah, I think you you meet your date through a, some type of social media. Yeah, Snapchat. Instagram. And I would say that that would count. Really, I don't know. I feel like the newer generation. I, well, I would say some people like there's some people who don't even know each other. They meet each other. On, on I Instagram always and start like. Dating. I, I, granted, I met a lot of people through friends. It was mm-hmm. never really through social media. Like when people share mm-hmm. stories, like "Oh, I met someone online," or like through Instagram, like a DM, like "What the fuck?" Like you went on the you went on a date yeah. with just someone randomly. Like I hear that a lot. But what I, I would always hear a lot, I think the one that kind of just like, all right, social media is the new like kind of like dating apps when Snapchat had its peak. For sure. Yeah, I remember sure. like all the younger kids, like classes under like when I was a senior sophomore, they were talking about Snapchat. Like, what the hell is Snapchat? They're like, yeah. oh, and was just, hey, you're still in MySpace. They're HTML. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when did Snapchat come about? I couldn't tell you. I honestly, I don't remember. I think I heard of it after, like a little after my senior year. I want to say when I was graduating, it was Instagram and Facebook. I yeah, don't know Instagram and Facebook was, was even a thing. Yet. Yeah, it had to come out 2012 though, or 2011. 11. Yeah. Yep. Okay. See, I remember people, but it was the younger class that were doing it. Like my senior class, we didn't really. I don't think I even heard about Snapchat until after I graduated. So yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So millennials are focused more on their personal lives than their careers. Oh, that's true. I'm, I'm on their personal lives and their careers. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make their personal life a career. And that's a whole different topic. Yeah, is that is that millennials though? Yeah, I think so. We think about it. The generation before you wasn't creating entire lives online and entire like. You can just start a okay, yeah, you you know, start a right. radio show. And, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm thinking back. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, millennials couldn't survive a day without their phones. Um, when you look into that statement, um, I, I, I look at it as like legitimately like they wouldn't know how to get through around town. Mm. They wouldn't know how to like get a hold of someone. Mm. You know, in that aspect. But as in like, oh, I just need my phone because I need it. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. 
but I've gone a few days without my phone so, before. I think they could. I think they mm-hmm. could survive without their phone. <laughs> I, I think I know. I think I know enough people that. I mean, I would know how to go back to our old ancestral ways and like, mm-hmm. hey, where's a map at? Let me see this shit <laughs> oh real quick. Oh, my goodness. Like, yeah, I can read like, streets. Where, where's the yellow pages? <laughs> oh, like, so you tell someone, like, what's the yellow page? What is that? Yeah. Like, dude, this is how we used to get like, information back You see day. a street sign that says the end. That you're going north. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of, I know what direction we're going. A lot of people, no, no offense, a lot of Arizona residents don't know how to get around Arizona. Yeah. Arizona's layout is so simple. It's just north, west, south. Like, it's literally a square. Well, what that was me today though like i i, I was <laughs> just no whatever route you take yeah. it's gonna connect if you turn back around to you and then just head back yeah i mean i i can agree with that but i don't think i've had trouble getting around the city I think, yeah. it also depends on like what area you're in because some some like areas have one ways and like construction and like that's where you start to really get <laughs> downtown if, if you're going downtown okay yeah. Yeah. if you're going downtown you get a pass because that yeah that can change almost daily mm-hmm. uh but no but if you're like just chilling on 107 oh yeah, you're good. Hey, easy you're gravy you good it's <laughs> yeah easy okay social media has turned millennials into a bunch of narcissists constantly seeking validation <laughs> again this is this is about how you feel like about yourself like has this has social media turned you mm, into somebody no who's oh, okay no no it actually steered me away from being the stereotype got it got it millennials choose to live with their parents instead of finding a place of their own mm, choosing to me no i have always wanted to leave and the mm. moment i was able to leave i took it mm, got it i, I want to leave no, what? I, I want to leave. You want to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Millennials were raised in a world of participation trophies, trophies, and expect rewards for every little thing. No, they do. no, no. <laughs> That's the next one. Millennials are lazy AF. Millennials no. found a lot of ways to do things in a lazy way. Yeah, for sure. I think the term uh, "work smarter, I, I, harder." Yeah, I, I literally, I've figured out so many ways, and I just think with the help of procrastination as mm-hmm. well has made me learn new methods of like, all right, how can I do this? I found quicker? ways to automate my life. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Okay. Millennials don't vote. Fuck. I uh, know. I, <laughs> no. I, I vote. I vote. If I got to be honest, I didn't get so well into politics till after high school. I'll tell you that much. I, well, I'd say the same. Well, no. Okay. I I followed politics, but I didn't like get super involved. Till do I, I make it my life? No. Mm. Yeah, no. Okay. Got it. So when we look at like millennials versus Gen Z, um, millennials tend to be like focused on here and now where Gen Z is future focused. Millennials are optimistic where Gen Z is realists, are realists. Um, millennials wanting to be discovered and Gen Zs are wanting to look for success. Uh, millennials scan text, focus on headlines and bullet points uh, where Gen Z think, communicate and consume information through images. Uh, millennials are tech savvy, so they can have two screens open at once. Where Gen Z is a little more tech in it, um, in it, so they they love five screens at once. You know, uh, millennials communicate with text. Gen Z communicate through images. Millennials um, curators yeah. and sharers, where Gen Z is creators and collaborators. Or yeah, collaborators. Um, collaborators that's what it yes that's yes. the word yeah. <laughs> all right so millennials you think about it like the the pages on um on instagram where it's like they're reposting stuff from twitter like you know those pages yeah. it was like mm-hmm. it was the the username would be like cake 
and it's, they, they just repost stuff. Um, Gen Z, those are the ones who are creating the funny content, and we're the funny ones. Uh, I don't know. Okay, I don't know what I believe. Gen Z definitely created their own language. For sure. And yeah, meme. sure. Not memes, but like TikTok, yeah. Reels. Now people don't say words. They just send you, hey, this I'm a, I'm explaining a message to you through this mm-hmm. yeah. seven-clip video. But, okay, but you know what? I did that with my friends. We used to do that. See, but in like yeah, yeah. And so it, I don't, but it wasn't highly... I'm gonna say innovated, like you know, mouthing out lyrics or you know. I guess I haven't had a conversation like that with a Gen Z to really understand. I guess the difference between. I do want to say though, I feel like we started the whole meme. I feel like if we didn't start the memes, you know, the whole "Forever Alone" or the guy, uh, those those sketched images of like stick figures. I remember when that took effect, my junior year, and then me and my Mm -hmm. buddies were always sending those. Oh yeah, like the "Forever Alone" guy. That was the favorite Mm -hmm. one. That shit was funny. I mean, I think they they evolved that. Or like definitely. Mexican word of the day. <laughs> oh shit! <yeah. laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like that. The stupid ones. With, there's like the lines <laughs> yeah. and all the different colors. Um. So yeah, we, we especially when we look at like um different things that like um really shape the generations. Um, my generation, we were not alive for nine eleven. Okay. Oh fuck! Do so, they still teach that in school? Yeah, but we don't remember it. Like, it's, <laughs> well, it's different because we lived through it. Like I remember yeah. the te- oh. I remember the teacher. Like stopping everything she was doing and playing that. I was mm-hmm. at home when I was in kindergarten. Happened. Like I remember that happening. Mm-hmm. So uh, millennials experienced nine eleven, uh, Obama election, Iraq, Afghanistan. You remember wars. Coney two thousand twelve? Coney, you remember Coney? You remember Coney? Coney twenty twelve? Twenty twelve. The guy and was it? He was an. It was a. Was he a prince in Africa? But he ended up being like a general out there. Yeah. And he was abducting little kids to work in the military for him and stuff like but that. But the like, message when it got here yeah. was completely different. Yeah. <laughs> and they were selling like like you could what? buy Coney twenty twelve. Yeah, they were like advertising the shit out of this. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't remember you don't remember that? that? It was two thousand twelve. What grade were we in? Oh, we were junior. I was, I was a junior. I was a uh, senior. Like they used to have like the... I was nine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, that makes sense. <laughs> Do you remember the the arms Lance Armstrong? The the, yeah, the, the yellow wristbands, Armstrong, uh, Live Strong, Nike campaign, everything, all that. No, do you remember? Okay, do you remember Nike selling those wristbands? Yeah, yeah. yeah for okay, sure. they made those for Coney oh, twenty twelve. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna look this up. Look it up. Yeah, yeah. Coney, Coney. and I don't, I don't remember if they did anything else. I know they sold a bunch of those. You could buy other things. There was things. Oh, donate this to stop him or something. Like that. And then where did it go? I never got an answer. I don't think it, it didn't go anywhere. I I think actually it ended up being something he ran himself. Yeah, that's that, it. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Coney twenty twelve. Yeah, right here. The whole yeah. like twenty twelve. Yeah. Okay. Um, I remember uh Brian's brother. Yeah. Vic, he bought like stuff and like the donations would go or whatever, but he never received whatever he like. Bu- like yeah. I forgot he bought like a shirt or something like that. <laughs> it was like it was just a giant scam. Uh, <laughs> the game. <meme>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I joke no. it. Wait, I already took that. <laughs> Like it's just no. see this is the the meme format. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that. Bad luck, Brian. Okay. Yeah, bad luck, Brian's still funny to me. <laughs> that guy <laughs> watches Cody. Hey, describe him though, because the audio listeners don't know. <laughs> All right, okay. Imagine, imagine, uh, imagine so. Mac Miller. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god! No. I mean, that's not a bad way to explain it. Mac Miller was the reason why a lot of these white kids were wearing these very. <laughs> Luminous oh, snapbacks, you know, matching snapback <laughs> tees. You know, I was just talking about this with my girl the other day. I was showing her like, 
best day ever music video look that Dude. up Hey. Look that up. That's the that Kids album. is one of my all time favorite. That albums. was a whole look. Yeah, that whole look was because of Mac Miller. That era, man, <laughs> like the the wristbands, everything. Oh man, the Nike string backpacks. We started. That. Oh, uh, yo, bro, I wanted one of those so bad. I'm so glad I didn't because <laughs> I saw one like in person. Like I, I just like used one for a day. So this shit sucks, man. Can't hold nothing in here. Uh oh, but that image. Imagine yes. Mac Miller with. <laughs> How would you you describe, man? I forgot. Off-brand Gucci hat. Yeah, off-brand off Gucci pants. Fur, yeah. Hey, fur coat on. He looks like he's been he's been. Nah, he looks past. he looks more of like a Fesco from Euphoria. That's what it yeah, looks yeah, like. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Yo, man, that's crazy. I, uh, what else was the generational gap? So yeah, there's there's just a huge generational gap. I mean, you guys. Um, there was you guys your generation like started to experience shootings but we have gone to school like being constantly afraid of mass shootings like columbine had already happened when mm-hmm. you guys were younger uh bin laden the whole thing mm-hmm. um hurricane katrina i remember that i remember hurricane katrina but i remember that i remember, I remember sandy hook sandy hook i was actually i think we were in high school yeah, yeah. i was in um, i was in like second grade when sandy hook happened and my teacher was like turn on cnn <laughs> and we were like no don't turn they were like don't no don't turn don't, on scene do, do, do you remember michael jackson's funeral oh for sure yeah Yo. my mom recorded it yeah i remember she that. Was like, that was crazy so sad uh, but there's there's just a lot of different gaps between us um and then of course my generation has gone to school during covid so that's like a whole different um whole different thing is being locked up for you know you know you think back to your guys is like elementary school middle school high school days Imagine being locked up for your senior year, like having to do school. I, I yeah. honestly couldn't. I was I, in, I was still in school at the time, and then I was just getting back. I went back to community college. Mm-hmm. It was just funny. I was like telling this story. I just remember like meeting up with my buddy Esteban. It was a week before spring break, and they're like, "Man," and we were both like, "Man, I hope spring break we don't come back." Or like, "Watch, man, spring break I'm not coming back." Boom, COVID hits. Hey, we extended spring break for another week. Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> Boom. Oh, no. Till April 4th, 5th. Oh, okay. Boom. Your classes are now online for the rest of the semester. <laughs> I was like, dude, did we jinx ourselves or what the fuck's going on? And then, yeah, eventually the whole pandemic eventually sh- shut down. Yeah. And then didn't go back to online school. That was a whole, that was a crazy time. Like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine doing school that way. I mean, I did work that way. And that was. We did podcast that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was yeah. <laughs> that was definitely uh, oh, an experience. It that was, was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Monopoly did. We did do Monopoly. We had a Monopoly phase. So we, I mean, we used to go over every now and then to actually play Monopoly because uh, her dad, my Theo, uh, he he calls himself like the supreme the, king of Monopoly. He, oh, he he's the Monopoly be- don. Uh, he saying? used to beat her ass at Monopoly, Uno. Like all these games, he'd play with us. Like we're we're little kids, yeah, like five seven years old, and he's whooping our ass like at at twenty twenty one, and he's doing it on purpose. So we used to go over every now and then to play Monopoly. And during the pandemic, yeah. we all purchased the Monopoly app on on iPhone, oh. and we would play. Oh, y'all yeah. played on phone. We played, we played oh. on yeah. phone at that point. Yeah. Well, what's funny is my dad was like fifteen or something when you guys were born. So like. He, you guys, he's like your guys' older brother, like, but mean older brother, like, oh, yeah. hit you with the wire hanger, older brother. He, yo, we got out of line because he was, he was, uh, you know, us growing up, he still lived at our Anonymous house. So when mm-hmm. we went over, we get out of line, yo, 
what he come out? What'd you say? <laughs> hey, you get get over here. You better stop. If not, throw that wire here came out. Yeah. So going back to like <laughs> back to the Gen Z. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah, sorry for that yeah. tangent. So Gen Z, you know, we're seen as being. Um, let me go back to the article. Okay, so we're we're seen as. Um, uncertain about the future because we grew up with mass shootings we grew up like kind of constantly fearing for like what's next um grew up right after the um iraq afghanistan situation um i say situation but like it was a whole war um you know tech dependent um constantly having to be like literally like pacifiers phones computers everything um younger generations uh want they're like super consumer driven like Shein, you know all these like super fast fat fast fashion brands um this generation has really like bought into um even like consumer um consumer tracking services have like shown that gen z just like loves to buy clothes like every season every like latest everything um, but they're also like less brand dedicated. So where your guys' generation might have been super um committed to like American Eagle, American Eagle everything, or Victoria's Secret, Pink. Undefeated. Undefeated, yeah. Nike, I'm loyal to the swoosh. Yeah, loyal yeah. to the swoosh, like no Adidas. No Adidas yep, anything. Nope. Where like we're more comfortable. They, they tried, but yeah. you know, even then they still overcame. Let yeah. me tell you, there I was mean, a time Nate would wear Adidas. Like, you know, he 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 fell into the hype. It wasn't that. I just like I really liked the stuff they were coming out with, and I nah. I stuck to that loyalty. Mm-hmm. But you know what, man? Hey, yo, the swish got me. Check, man. The check. I I can't even front. Well, that's interesting though. Yeah, because like a lot of us, you know, we stuck that whole to one brand kind of thing mm-hmm. like my brother mm-hmm. literally is that type of person oh <laughs> yeah you know but okay you bring in a lot of those 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 gaps up the differences they make sense like i yeah. can't i can't even lie like those yeah and it, it makes sense. sense too when you like consider you know you guys grew up during like the financial crisis um 2008 you know stock market crash Everybody lost their houses. Everybody was living in the dream house, and then suddenly foreclosure just left and right. You know, it wasn't too bad. I mean, I remember eating my sandwich and my hot Cheetos in the living room. Yeah, you know, I seen that. Meme. Ain't, but ain't nobody, <laughs> you you didn't know what was happening. I didn't happening. know what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Y'all were moving. Cool. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. I I don't think I remember like the initial impact of that. Yeah. I no no memory at all, but I remember seeing it happen around mm-hmm. as the years went on, and like, and then it started to make sense. Like, oh shit! That oh, and that's probably that. another reason why you guys like didn't really fully learn how to like care for your finances. Like, grew up after the recession and like post, uh, like it, inflation was just at it at its, at its worst. Like, you literally can't afford to buy a house. You're literally taking out all these student loans, and nobody's mm-hmm. explained to you because your parents didn't have to do that, so they don't know. Like, they don't know any better. They're going to be like, yeah, go to school, take out the loans. But you don't realize that you're having to pay them all mm-hmm. at some point or another. Unfortunately, we got Ty Lopez too late in our lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just here in my garage, you know, you see my, my Ferrari, you see my Ferrari, but what I'm more excited and proud of books, is my, yeah. my bookshelves right here. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Ty. Shout, Shout out to my Ty boy Lopez. Ty Lopez, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I ain't seen what I was in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I think he fell off the face of yeah, earth because 
I think someone exposed it was them. It's all the scams, bro. I think yeah. one of my favorite videos, someone exposed them. They're like, what was the, like this uh, real estate formula? Someone yeah. asked him and he couldn't answer. It was it. like, yeah, the basic, the yeah. basic shit of, he couldn't. Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. I was like, he just beat around the bush. You guys so, watch yeah. Cody Co? Was that no. Cody? Uh. He, he makes videos like criticizing people like that. Mm. That's another generation. See, uh, I don't know. know. I'm going to name some YouTubers. See yeah, if you know yeah. him. Ray William Johnson. Didn't know. No. Yeah, you got to. His no. stuff was gold back in the day. KSI. No. I Ray. I Eagle the him. Cholo. No. Oh, Timothy De La Ghetto before he changed it. Nope. Holy shit. See, that by was time, my YouTube era right there. That yeah. was like what I used to. By the time watch. I think he came out, who? he was already uh, 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 Timothy. He was already on Wildin' Out by the time I think she was. Oh, yeah. No, Timothy, he started up in YouTube. Yeah. yeah. But when he mm. blew up, already, he, blew he, was, up, he, was, he was already in Wildin' Out. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, no, I, I Ray William know. Johnson, I feel like, was the reason a lot of people started doing YouTube, like mm-hmm. actual like content. He I, he might have been like the first person. He was like the first really pioneer. Made. Him next to uh Dan, one of the one of the oldest one was it Philip DeFranco? Oh, I love Philip DeFranco, yeah. Okay, that might be one that he he, he made little, the generational yeah. jump because yeah, he was no, big he oh, another one was what's what's his name? Fuck, he did he started like the how to be gangster videos, like these Asian guys. Oh how to be um Brian Higa? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, him and like that crew of friends. Like mm-hmm. I remember growing up watching them in high school. And then I just thought it was weird. People thought it would be weird. Why are you watching YouTube videos, bro? Yeah. I'd be like, uh, man, that's a whole like I I take I watch mostly YouTube videos nowadays. Yeah, me too. I don't even use cable, like just YouTube. Yeah. It's so funny too, like free See, content. I, 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 it is like I, honestly, I thought it was cool. I mean, like people when I would always, my friends would come over, I'd try to play. Hey, let's watch YouTube, like oh, man, bro, take this shit off, and I'd be like, crushed. No, like that's yeah. my, there's so much interesting stuff on YouTube, and so it, much you can learn too. It's this is a good place all around. Yeah. Like, I really like that place. Uh, that, I mean, is there any other generational gaps we don't know? Then? I don't. I don't think so. I mean, there's there's probably dozens of dozens more, but no, nothing else that I. There's um, a bunch of uh, no sabo kids. No sabo. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, she knows what that is. Do you wait? You don't know what that is? Oh no. well, a lot of like uh, third generation Mexicans don't know Spanish. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm a no sabo kid. Though. Yeah, they're no sabo kids. I'm, I'm one of those. <laughs> yeah. Um. The I guess okay. Now we had this conversation. I understand. I guess the the gap. Your 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 generation definitely is uh, misrepresented. Better. Yeah, like yeah. okay, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> okay, there, there's an arrogance. I, I wouldn't remember. say yeah. better, but I do feel you guys have a better an advantage. Really. Yes, yeah, an advantage in this time. Yes, it's like you took sure. everything we we started and made it. You did make it better. I can't even lie. You know who uh, takes things and makes them better? Kanye West. <laughs> That's the transition. <laughs> she, yo, okay. Did she? Is she taking our, my job? Did she just take my job? Yeah, she did. It's because you know, I closed the tab and my Spotify came up. So. Okay. Um. You you are right, and that was that is in fact the final topic of today. It's an away game. I feel. <laughs> we're we're rank, we're gonna rank Kanye's albums, and then uh, I don't know if you in, include these. Okay, Kitsy goes. Let's let's, let's stick with okay. the ranking. Let's okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. How did you hear about Kanye? When did you meet Kanye? So I was born in 2003. Mm-hmm. College dropout came in 2004. Mm-hmm. So I grew up with Kanye West constantly in the news because he was, you know, barely on the come up when yes. like late graduation. Mm-hmm. So by the time graduation came out, 
Um, I was four, 2007. Four. I was in seventh grade okay. when graduation yeah. came out. Yeah. So it wasn't until a few years later when I was like maybe eight or nine when my friends, because I used to play Xbox a lot. Mm-hmm. Like all my friends were on Call of Duty. Uh, I used to play Black Ops 2 a lot, zombies. Um, we had our clan. And so... <laughs> Uh, we we were listening to Kanye West. My parents would not have let me like, but they were listening to it. So I was like, whatever. Like Jay Z, they were playing like Mercy, and I was like, hey, like I don't want to listen to this. But like, they were my friends, and they were the only people who would talk to me. So I was like, all right, we're gonna listen to Mercy. So, um, I didn't really care for Kanye West during the whole like Jesus life of Pablo, just because it was like very explicit, and I was like, mm, I don't really know about that. But, um, like, after Ye came out and after, like, he really started to express, like, his bipolar disorder, he started to do a lot more serious interviews. Um, the Zane Lowe interview really sticks out to me where he, like, went out to his, uh, property. Where, where is his property? Um. This was, uh, was that when, it was in Jackson Hole? Wyoming. Uh, Wyoming. Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah. So, he went out to his property in Wyoming. I think it was, like, the Wyoming era that really brought me in because I was like, okay, this dude's kind of chill. And then I dug in, like, to the entire discography. Listened to it from from start to finish, from front to back. I watched the documentaries, the breakdowns. And I was like, this guy's a genius. Like, I watched the um, every Kanye West sample ever used. Mm-hmm. And, like, figuring out, holy cow, he took Shaka Khan and, like, made it even cooler than it already is. Like, so it's really cool because I didn't get to experience him, like, in real time. But I also did because, like, he was coming up when I was being brought up. But it wasn't until, like... After the life of Pablo, when I was like, "Oh, this dude's pretty cool," it wasn't so much in your face if you yeah. were like, "Well, and also, all the time. I always felt really guilty about listening to like stuff with explicit language and stuff, especially some of the stuff you talk about." Um, so I was like, "I, as a young Christian girl, I feel really uncomfortable listening to this." <laughs> but now that I'm in college and I'm like, and especially in like in the last few years, like I'm a little bit more okay with just like you know freely listening to those things. Um, and then, you know, Jesus King Donda kind of fell off a little bit. But, you know, this this stuff is still there. It's still good. Mm. Um, but it, his original discography is gold. And I didn't oh. discover it until like 10 years after. It's it's amazing. The fact that you're a Kanye fan like yeah. just makes me happy. Because that's... I can't explain the feeling I get when I listen to his music. Like, kind of like what you're saying. Like, you can't not but smile when you listen to, like, Chano. Mm-hmm. Like that—that that was a feeling I got when I first started listening to Kanye. When I, when when the College Dropout came out, I got that CD when I was a kid, and like it was just—it was different from everything. Mm-hmm. Everyone was always like, "Oh, we're talking about drugs, we're talking about you know this, that." Like, but Kanye wasn't that, and it just felt—it was yeah. just good music. It, like it made me feel good listening to it, and that's just kind of the, the feeling I always had listening going forward, even when his darker stuff, like. Jesus and yeah like mm-hmm. it, it's so much different it, it's the artistic it's the artistic take I t- when I was listening to yeah, those that sure. I enjoyed a lot well you Oscar <laughs> I love Kanye West mm-hmm. first everything up to graduation is well granted I always seem to get this wrong what's the red album called uh, my yeah. I grew to like love that one after I mm-hmm. all right, you know what to up to those albums everything else was okay Okay. But everything else before that was gold. Yeah. 808 and Heartbreaks. A lot of my friends are fans of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he pioneered a new sound. I think a lot of new young rappers were 
inspired by this album. That definitely, yeah. But if I got to be honest, there's maybe like two songs I really like on there. Okay. I can't blame you for that because and I think if you're uh, like a real Kanye fan, like a lot of people have it up there. I don't personally have it as my top, mm-hmm. but it, it's just, it was so different. It's like, it's like Jesus. Like you either hate Jesus or you love Jesus because it's so different from everything else you heard from him. And it, it was, it's, it was revolutionary in its own way. It changed music into a different direction. And I think 808s is, is similar to that. So I, I, I can't blame you for not liking much on that. Because it's really like you got to. Are you able to say you have a favorite album? Oh, 100% College oh, Dropout. College Dropout. Yeah. Okay. Respectable. Uh, yeah. Dude, you got the shirt on. I saw it. She pulled up and I was like, oh, yo. Look favorite at song off that album? Spaceship. Mm. Every time I go into work, it's I'm like, I've got to work mm. this nine to five. <laughs> not even nine to five because I literally work like seven hour shifts sometimes, but our six hour shift. Um, but it's just like, you know, talking about some khakis. I've you know? been working yeah. this day. Yo, Brian, that song is so. Dude. And like just the, the retail life too, like just working and like you're getting paid pennies and you're like barely able to get by and you're just like looking forward to the day where you can like be free of these shackles mm-hmm. of retail. And I mean, just work in general, like being able to, to live a life where you don't have to like work constantly. But it's also like it, the, the entire album is just really inspiring, especially cause like I'm in college and like the whole thing, like the school spirit, but also like getting a degree that you don't really want, but you want, but you know, I'm just going to go do hair, you know, that type <laughs> of deal. Like that type, it's just like, the the ups and downs of going to college and you know just being young and having so much ahead of you but also like wanting to give up i think my favorite thing on that album is is i forget which skit it is is where they're talking to was it jimmy jr or the son <laughs> little jimmy skit no, that's it little jimmy's like, <laughs> what are you gonna do now he's like i don't know but i got these degrees and they're my dad's degrees but they're my degrees <laughs> it's like it's yeah. just the funny like it it encompasses basically what the entire album's about. Yeah. Like, like that feeling. You died, bury me with my degrees. That <laughs> deal. But, all right, I mean, I, we can go into, I guess, ranking these. Uh, how do you want to, are we doing this like a, a, a tiered list or doing our own list or what? I have. I can, usually, I can't really rank albums mm-hmm. with Kanye. I usually just say my favorite song of each album. Okay. To make it interesting. Okay. Well, I mean, I I have no problem ranking these. Cause I Go know. ahead. Yeah, if all means, bro, okay. rank them. So, uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is number, number one. one. That's that's the top. Okay. Um, after that, I've been I've been told this plenty of times by a lot of people who love this album mm-hmm. that in the song was it Monster? Mm-hmm. Okay, Nicki Minaj bodied everybody's verse. One hundred percent. I can agree with that. Nick Minaj or Bon Iver. Yeah. Like <laughs> I it the all like every lyrical person that was on that. I don't even want to say lyrical. Everybody that contributed to that album blew it out of the water. But if we're talking monster in specific, mm-hmm. she yeah. she killed that. Yeah. He got Elton John on all the lights. Like say There's not many people that have done more. that. Yeah. I mean, who's the other person in rap? Young Thug? <laughs> Two people. They've gone Elton John on the song. Crazy. All right, number two, Nate. Um, number two. 
People want to hate this. I, I got Yeezus. I I really like yo. I could listen to Yeezus through and through. It's it's. Don't get me wrong. I love the college the the dropout series, mm-hmm. but Yeezus was just so different from eight oh eights from my beautiful dark twisted from the whole college series. And like it just resonated with me a lot. I I love that album, and I can go back to it and play it from start to finish, no problem, multiple times a day. After that, I would say the college series, probably in order: college dropout. Uh, late registration and then graduation, and those I don't know if I'd really like rank them three, four, five because mm-hmm. like I consider I consider that whole that's thing one. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. a little it's series. Um, after that, I'm gonna say Life of Pablo. Let's see what else is there. Yay! I want to say yay. Yay, Donna, Jesus King. And then I don't know if I'd really include like Watch the Throne and Kitsy Ghost in in his personal tier. Mm-hmm. I, those are, I think, I, I consider those completely different albums. Maybe Kitsy Ghost because I, I mean, it really is just him. Yeah. That would probably be the last one on there. I'd go back to Jesus King before Kitsy Ghost. I didn't like that one a whole lot. Um, What are some other albums he did? So he did... Watch the Throne, Cruel Summer. Was there anything else he's, he's had? Yeah, I mean, features, but nothing. Um, Favorite super, feature verse. Super collaborative. Favorite feature verse. Mine forever will be I Put On with Young Jeezy. That one goes crazy. That, that verse is fucking hard. <sighs> I might have to agree with that. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that one is crazy. I can't. I can't even lie. Uh, what are these? Just like the one-offs. Let me ask you guys this: the biggest flop. I love it. Wait, what? I love it. Oh yeah, I was yeah, gonna bro. ask about that. What did you guys think about that one? Uh, not my favorite. You're Dude. such a fucking hoe. Love home. I love it. <laughs> I feel like that was definitely like a grab at something that just didn't Yo, work. Lift yourself. Poop did he scoop? Fuck that song. <laughs> Well, I love that. that. That's it. That's just funny as shit to me. That guy trolled. He did, yeah. but I. Hey, four or five singers goes hard though. It does. That one's good. That is a good one. Um, some new Godflow mercy. Those are on uh, and cold. That's, that's uh, cold actually. Let me show summer. you. Guys, let me show you guys some little some. You mm. you know the band Hoobastank, right? Yes. Famous song, and the reason is you, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you heard them. Go to YouTube real quick. I don't know if you know this, but look up Hoobastank. You spell it. H O O B Stank. Okay. Uh, just put Hoobastank because I can't remember the title of the song, but I believe it is. What music video is it? Is it Inside of You? No, it's not that one. This one? No. Oh, there's got to be one. No, no. Dang, what music video is it? Hold on, let me. Let me let me do a quick Google search real quick. Okay. 
while you're looking for that, um, I guess at least give me give me your rankings of his album. Um, obviously, uh, for me, the college dropout's going to be number one. Um, it's really shaped me as a college student and mm-hmm. just a um, person in general. Um, and I only discovered it in recent years, so it's like still shaping me as I continue to listen to it. It's still fresh, fresh to you. Okay. And to um, you know, the genius documentary and Kanye. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's like that whole thing just completely changed it to changed it for me too, because you see like the rejection and like people not giving me a chance, and it's like, dude, you, like you turned down Kanye. Doesn't get better than that. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, so I played college dropout first. Controversial. Um, Life of Pablo second. Okay, actually, I've seen that creep up more and more. I really like the Life of Pablo. Um, because I really like the whole story behind, like, okay, he he hit him with Pablo Picasso, Pablo Escobar, and Saint Pablo. Ultra light beam. I I I, I get it. Dude. I've seen that actually climb up recently in the past couple of years. Yeah. That's definitely gotten a lot, and it's aged a lot better. I, I can't be mad at that because I went to go see that. That Man Live okay. when he was touring for that album. I I went, I, I went to Vegas. I recently listened to that album again, mm-hmm. and it has aged a lot better than yeah. For I sure. remember it first coming out because you also see like his mania and that song like, going back <clears throat> and, back between those three psyches. I feel like me and Reggie be friends if we didn't love the same bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love the old Kanye. Like they, I, yeah, yeah. It's I understand that one. I understand that one a lot. So, yeah. College dropout, Life of Pablo. Uh, late registration, be third. Really, really like. Um, There's a lot to like on that album. Dude, like everything. I, I For some reason, I really like Addiction. Like, Okay. It's, it's kind of one of the more underrated ones. I mean, Hey Mama, obviously. Um, Diamonds from Sierra alone doesn't hit as much as it it would have if I experienced it in real time. That one was hard. That that was, a lot of people love oh, that one. Yeah. My favorite song off that album, uh, Late, bonus track. Hey. Got it, got it, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I hear you, mom. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be broke till I'm 31. <laughs> that hard, that song just keeps getting better as I get older. I'm just like, yeah, I'll damn. I'll be there in five minutes. Yeah, five hours we'll later, later, I'll be there in five. five like, yo, that song, that song resonated Man, now I'm in the basket <laughs> weaving shop. With the underachievers. <laughs> so, uh, college dropout, life of Pablo, late registration. Come on, man. How how are we going to disrespect graduation, man? I think graduation has to be top three. No, graduation's probably fourth. And I, have I met this girl when I was three years old. I have it, at, what I have I it in my most, top three. I have so much so she said, excuse me, little homie. I know you don't know me, but my name is... I like to blow trees in. And from that point, I wouldn't blow up. Man, that song. I, can't. I got a okay. song with Coldplay. Now Jay-Z got a song with Coldplay. Okay. Espanol, no way. No way, Jose. He has some flops. Dude, Drunken Hot Girls. That was a interlude. That was badass. No. I, I Flashing the, Lights? Okay. Well, yeah. Flashing Drunken Hot Girls isn't as bad. The, the worst the song on ba- that album, Barry Bonds. Okay. And it's not even my it's not big even, brother. Was Big's brother? I love that song. Yep. yep. Find song. your dreams come true, and I wonder if you know 
How it, okay. bro? Okay, I'm telling you that. I was in seventh grade. That honestly, I gotta shout out Miss Figueroa at that <laughs> year. Year she she was a Kanye fan. She's like, you guys gotta listen. Okay. I was like, bro, this album like. Okay, bro. I have it in my top like, three though. Man, what you damn, you late. Jose, you got these motherfucker these Rosie Perez. I was like. And you gotta respect that album cover art too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's the why it's gotta be legend. top. Three. That's why for me it's top three. Yeah, but the life of Pablo, dude. Like, life of Pablo was good. It it even like impacted fashion. Like think about the life of Pablo. That's, his that, his that's, fashion. That's that's what I was gonna say. Okay, life of Pablo was cool because it, honestly I love the turtle though. That's the only Adidas shoe that I will like try mm. to get. In it my changed life. a lot. That changed the game. The whole era, dude. Like twenty. I wish he didn't change the beat to uh. What's that song called? Jump like that Yeezy Yeezy Justin Bieber Jump Man. Um. Oh gosh, I can't remember what the name. I, I was listening up. to it because I go to YouTube strictly to look up the OG version, but mm. when he dropped it, and that song was hard. But then he changed the beat. I think it's uh he featured someone on there and I forgot why. But I was like, yeah, I mean, hey. he changes a lot. I mean, like Donda, we have three different versions. <laughs> I, I mean, to be Dude, completely honest, y'all got a steam player? <laughs> no, I don't. I haven't listened to the, I haven't listened to the new one, but um, so yeah, that's what I would rank them. And then uh, so after graduation, uh, probably hit him with uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yeah. Followed by 808s, followed by Jesus. I know it's ranked higher on yours, but it's just really explicit in some parts. I, and I'm like, okay, the, I I I don't like. I'm not gonna. I, I came to. I don't want to say I came to realization. I've come to the point in my life where I'm not going to argue against someone else's choices. Yeah. I'll give you arguments to mine, but I'm not going to try yeah. to bring down someone else's choice. Like, for sure. That's what you want to do. All right. Hey. Yeah. And my support. But I'll be honest. I like black skinhead goes hard, though. Like, for no reason. I mean, like, for I, no reason, dude. He's is, is good. Okay. Yeah. Did, on site. It did not age. I'll, I'll admit to this. It did not age as well as some other, but it's like. It's just in your face, which is what I like so yeah. much about it. Um, and then Ye, like, literally has, like, two songs. <laughs> I mean, seven seven tracks. Um, Ghost Town is excellent, though. Ghost Town, I want to say... Party Next Door, dude. It's excellent. Yeah. I actually kind of like Yikes. I'll give Yikes, too. Yeah. Uh, there's three off that I, I go back to. Um... And then Jesus King is good. I, I like the message, but it's not his old music. You no. my Chick Fil A. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly do not. It's really like surface that. level. Yeah, it's yeah. like it, he could have dug a lot deeper into like you know he's so clever with um with like the things that he uses. He could have totally turned something into like some kind of biblical story into like something really clever. But he just it was very surface level. Yeah. I love Jesus. What like chill me too, but. He could have he could have made it a lot deeper. There's like I want to say it's Chalet and On God that I like, and then the last the last song Jesus is Lord. It, it same same thing. It's just mm-hmm. an interlude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if any of you guys actually went to go see Jesus King in, in no, IMAX. I I did, and the last song was uh, Jesus is Lord, and it had a much better version in the mm-hmm. film. Like it was longer. There was more singing. There's more vocals from Kanye himself. 
I feel like that should have made it because that what that was. Just, I mean, if we're talking more of the melodic Kanye, that was more in his bag. But yeah, the the message, the the lyricism he tried to play with in that song, like it it was it was surface level. It's not my favorite. I don't I don't go back to it much, but yeah, for sure. I mean, it felt more innovative when it first came out because he like was on a bender and then he came out with this like really pure album. But then you know. It's like it could have been deeper. Could have he could have done way more to it. I I was almost expecting like how many tracks was on it? Were like twelve. Twelve. Mm-hmm. I was expecting like twelve different versions of uh, Jesus Walks. Yo, Jesus Walks. I that's what I was hoping for. I mean, I didn't think I was gonna get it. That's what I was hoping for. But it, I mean, he's been long from that that era of Kanye. Mm-hmm. I just I don't think we'll ever see it again. Honestly. No, I'll, I'll. I'm happy to after, to have the art after at least. Skeet. I mean, really, <laughs> no one touched Skeet. <laughs> that meant down bad. Man. Hey, people respect yeah. that though. And Donda is just so long. Like it's hard to just like sit there and listen to it, like and like fully enjoy it because half of it's just like him. It's repeats too. Yeah, it's just like it, it gives you a headache to listen to. Honestly, like to me, it's like it's hard. Like there's single tracks that like I could add it to a playlist, and I'd mm-hmm. be like, yeah, that's cool. But then, like, just sitting in, you can't listen to it front to back, like, in one sitting and fully enjoy it, to yeah, me. No. Respectfully. And, uh, I mean, the, my favorite off that is probably Life of the Party, which was just mm. recently added. Yeah. It's probably in a second. 32 songs, dude. That's that's crazy. And half of those are, like, repeats. There's Jail, Jail 2, Jonia, Jonia 2, OK, 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 Part 2. Like, yeah, yeah no. Not as, not as great as. Um, damn, I don't know. Anything else you want to break down on those? I mean, not really, because I feel like we all have very different perceptions of uh, his albums, and uh, it's hit us all in different ways at different times in our lives. So th- you can't really compare apples to oranges. Yeah, it's true. She's she's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Perceptive. I don't know if that's the right word to use. It's subjective. I'm saying her like thought process is very perceptive. Oh. Life, like everything around it. Yes. Well, um, I mean, I, that's that is the last topic. I mean, we did go through, I guess, the rankings. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We hit everything. We did. We we hit about two hours on this episode. Dude, what's it, your longest episode? Probably almost two and a half hours, right? I think yeah, almost two and a half. Right. And I think it was a group one too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, but this was, I mean, this did not feel like two hours. This mm-hmm. flew by. And I, a lot of interesting conversations. Mm-hmm. It, Oscar's mind was blown like every 10 minutes. So, <laughs> hey, I mean, can't complain. A good episode's a good episode. Um, well, I mean, with that, is there any like, message you want to give out before we close this off? Anything you want to um, say? Shout outs? Yeah, if, give a yeah, shout out. Yeah, if you out. just want to link my, uh, my Instagram, Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm not really funny on Twitter, but um, you know, my Instagram can be kind of entertaining if you're into like photography, you know, just aesthetic daily life pictures. Um, my portfolio still in the works. I'm still updating it as I go and as I add content. But uh, if you want to check that out, um, again, the content on there isn't like super innovative yet because I'm still learning how mm-hmm. to use programs and how to like. Um, really you know make my stuff high high quality top tier but um yeah a lot of my influences are like matthew and cena um Maisie lay i don't know if you guys know them from youtube probably not 
Um, Matt Diavella, if you guys like are into I feel like I've heard of him. Productivity, stuff like that, minimalism. Okay, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. The minimalist guy, that's, that's basically how I know. Yeah, so I'm into stuff like that, so I, I hope to one day create content like that, so... Um, maybe if I come back for your 199th episode, uh, we can <laughs> ah, uh, we, we can go over it. We're gonna save that spot for you. Yeah, 199 yeah. before you hit 200. Just yeah. put it in the books right now. Yeah, save so uh, the date. Um, so yeah, um, the reason why I chose um, Sunday Candy as my first song because um, he talks about uh, you know you're my Sunday Candy, uh, like my grandma. You know, grandma grandma always got candy in her purse. Um, and it, it just, it really resonates with me because I love my grandmas. I have like four of them. Um, and so ending it with family business, I feel like is really cool because, um, you know, he uses the line, uh, this is for the family that can't be with us. We've lost a lot of family members. Mm-hmm. Um, so this goes out to everybody that we've lost. I love that. Respect. Love, that. love yeah. it. All right. Oscar, you got anything else you want to say? Yes. I recommend you sometime this week. Go to YouTube, look up Laker Championships 2000 and 2003. Oh, look up that era. Okay. See, look, this is where Lakers think of. You know, Don't look at the Lakers now. They're a whole mess, right? I'll be honest with you. I'm a Cardinals fan, Suns fan, Diamondbacks fan, Coyotes fan. Like, you don't, no. Respectfully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look up also Kobe versus Nash. That's going to be fun to watch, <laughs> oh, too. Oh, gosh, okay. no. Because, don't you know, that. like, the Suns fans seem to forget all that happened. You know, I grew just, up with Steve Nash. Come don't do that to me. Nah. It's okay. Hey, it's at least okay. Nah, don't do it to yourself. <laughs> do hey, that hey she's a five. She's a five. Leave her alone. <laughs> I'm just suggesting. You're trying to put her, I'm just suggesting. You're trying to put her in her, your recluse state? Nah, nah, bro. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I'm just saying. Bright know, things are fair. She likes <laughs> history. When, when I take yeah, away, she likes looking will, back into things I would like love that. to look into that. Look, have you, are you familiar with Timbaland? Uh, yeah. The producer? Yeah, his stuff is good too. I think okay. his documentary. They actually, some he does some work mm-hmm. with Kanye, early Kanye yeah. too. Got it. Yeah, shit's cool check as it fuck. Out. Um, Coda the friend, you know, are you familiar with him? No, I feel like you'll love him. Look okay. up the album photo. You Photos. probably would actually. You yeah. will love Coda the friend. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. think um, don't stop. Oh. Keep going. You know, I I don't know. I can't speak. I can only speak out experience. Days mm-hmm. may seem long and like it feels like dragging a whole week with school and work and doing all yeah, that once a sure. routine, but it'll pay out. Trust me. If, if I could go back and tell myself that I would. Yeah. You know, when I hear you speak, it reminds me of a young Oscar. So ambitious. But then <laughs> I was thank just, you, mis- I was misguided a little bit, but <laughs> definitely. Hey, everybody's you know, got to learn sometime. You seem you have a great foundation, you know. Thank you. I'm super proud of you. Um, like always, this isn't the first time, the last time I said it, you'll be well, glad yeah, to have you well, back. Yeah, we'll see you on Saturday when you come to our. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, shoot me the details. Shoot me the details. We'll send them out. Don't worry. You. Yeah. We'll get you. But other than that, thank you, Lisa. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your information. I've met, I've been educated. I take that with so much pride being educated every time I meet someone new. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank uh, you for bringing me on. Appreciate yeah. it. I, I mean, it's the same thing I said. I, and, and I text you, I want to say today, maybe yeah. yesterday. I was sending like your information, kind of mm-hmm. telling like the stuff you've been into. Because I knew this. I, I, I knew Oscar would be interested in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. There's a lot. There's a lot to you. Yeah, that... we could dig, but oh yeah, I mean, and I'm again, about to start my own podcast. 
Hey, there you go. If you do, let us know. Yeah. I mean, we'll happen to be on your yeah. lovely. We'll talk yeah. some stuff, we want to you know? send our listeners to you. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. <laughs> right. I'm still on SoundCloud, so I got to figure out how to do all that. Oh, we got you. Just hit us no, up. No, let you know. Easy. All right. It's yeah. family. It. It's family. Got it's all, it. it's all love. Family business. Last question. Yep. Do you remember Nate having an afro? Vaguely. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if she would. <laughs> Nate was like hiding in the corner uh, a lot of the times like sometimes he just like wouldn't be there uh, you know it's probably tagging something yeah that you know? sounds about right it was more like um it was like andrew who was like in your face like let's go play yeah where nate was like in the corner just like i'm a draw it. yeah if it's one thing i'm gonna do i'm gonna draw something yeah uh, that's cool uh, drawing on on his whiteboard and stuff <laughs> awesome yeah, i got nothing else that's a fact. what you got um Nah, I mean that's really it. You know, thank you for coming. I'm, I'm glad you. we were able to get you on here. I I'm sorry. It was it took so long. It no, took 99 no, episodes. No. Hey, I'm gonna be on 199, 199 too. So well, we go. got that spot locked up for you. So thank you, thank you. Uh, but thank you for coming on here because you you mm-hmm. do live kind of a minute away. So no, it's so good. I used to live on 107th in Indian School. Missed me by like a month. I know. Uh, I wanted to try to get on before then, but <laughs> didn't have me. No, um, so good. Like Oscar said, this isn't the first. This isn't the last. There's many more. We hope to have you on again. Like you said, most definitely one ninety nine. Yeah. Um, other than that, thank you. Thank you, listeners. Thank you for tuning in, listening to this episode. And like that, that, this is Oscar signing out. This book. How you son? He made the team this year. He said he wasn't tall enough. This is family business, and this is for the family that can't be with us. And this is for my cousin locked down, all the answers in us. This is why I spit it in my song, so sweet like a photo where your granny's pitching out that you're gone and hit us. Super hard on Thanksgiving and Christmas, this can't be right. Yeah, Yo, you heard the track I did, man, this can't be life. Somebody please say grace so I can save face and have a reason to cover my face. I even made you a plate, soul food, know how granny do it. Monkey bread on the side, know how the family do it. When I brought her, why the car had to look all through it? As kids, we used to laugh, who knew that life would move this fast? Who knew I have to look at you through a glass? And look, you tell me you ain't did it, then you ain't did it. And if you did, then that's family business.